It's February 2021. You are finding yourself alone or gathered by a few co-workers who also have a sick twisted sense of mind. You're in your cubicle. You're hungered down like Anne Frank. Quietly, you're hiding from your boss. And then the other lady who always gets to the break room first when there's cake. It's, it's Harriet's birthday. We've got cake in the break room. And you're like, oh God, they can't hear what I listen to. If they know that I listen to Mike Busey and Miguel Colon Jr., they'll all judge me. And they'll know that I listened to the Mike Busey show. Welcome yourselves. Episode 28. Maybe we should just make every intro really dramatic like that. I was feeling it the minute you started. Well, I ain't gonna lie, when you started playing that Terminator shit, I was like, ooh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll bump this up. Because I was like, do I go aggressive with this or should I stay? Eh? I, was I was feeling it. You were teasing me because I, I was, was like, oh, you want to get dramatic, do you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fucking put it If right you guys in. don't know, Mike loves epic dramatic music. Like, uh, we'll go through old videos of his and stuff that we're seeing, and it's just all this old epic like every it doesn't matter if it's two scallies fucking on top of a limo uh he's like this needs the soundtrack to Waterworld. you know it's true ever since i found who Hans zimmer was i was like i need all that oh yeah you're gonna fucking fart on someone or sleeping give me some Hans zimmer i need some pirates of the caribbean fucking background music i need all of that it's like it's like more cellos for this midget fucking scene. Where are my cellos? If I if I was to think about what's the most ridiculous combination of uh, video with music choice, I wouldn't even know where to go. Because in the beginning, I I edited all my shit up until maybe like five six years ago, and now I'm back editing a lot of my shit. We do have help now, thanks, Chris. Um, but. I would always, I, I'm a firm believer in that music is very important of the visual uh, stimulation when a viewer is watching. What our is it content. about like the epic music that speaks to you about some of these like scenes? Because a lot of people would go with more party vibe music or stuff, but you kind of see like this epic sound. You're like you're like every every blowjob needs I'm to feel artist, like it's the Miguel. end of Transformers. I'm an artist. <laughs> I want to engulf the emotions <laughs> of the viewer. I want them to really feel and to be a part of this wiener slap or whatever the fuck is going on have you ever watched any of your own clips like while you were putting it together and you were just like thinking it's like it's like a fuck scene it was real it was live it wasn't scripted and you're thinking to yourself like ah, i should i should have jizzed this way instead or something like that oh since the beginning of time um you can probably relate to this being on stage and and, yeah. and talking on a microphone to a, a crowd I feel like we're our our biggest critics. Like as I'm talking, I'm criticizing myself. Like, oh, right? Is this gonna be a good episode? Is it gonna be a strong episode? I don't know. It's like a lot of pressure because I'm like, damn, we're 28 episodes into this. Are we ever gonna run out of shit? And then I thought about this today as I was uh, taking a shit, and I was like, hmm. I know we're gonna eventually start having guests on the show and doing interviews or doing like a special episode where it's just. Us talking to them. Can we do like an 80s very special episode where it's about like finding out that the next door neighbor tried to kidnap you and stuff? Because I was big in the 80s. You'd be like, hey, let me watch an episode of fucking Fresh Prince. I'm like, oh, this is a kidnapping episode. I've always episode. been kind of jealous that I never got kidnapped. I was like, I guess I'm not hot enough to get kidnapped. I think you were an adorable kid to get kidnapped. I just think, you know, it's just it wasn't your time. You know, you just missed out. Wrong place, wrong time. If Jeffrey Dahmer just knew what he was missing. Mm. 
<laughs> I, could've, I, could've, I just could have really, really filled him up <laughs> inside and out. I could have given him everything his father and mother never gave him. The true love. Be your true color. How many child. people do you think has kidnapped somebody and they actually fell in love with them and then they didn't wind up killing them and they just kept fucking them in the basement or something or whatever? I don't you, know. Whenever what, you hear about that stuff, it always blows your mind. Like those girls in Ohio that were kept in that in that basement for a while. Like you, you always just wonder, like I know, I know for a fact. I know, you know, we 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 both know that there's the psychology to breaking somebody. You know, like you break somebody down to a point where like they're afraid to run away. But it's weird when you see like those videos and it's like the kidnapper and the girl he kidnapped and they're in the mall. You know, and like how she's hard shopping. would you like? Let's say you were in uh, prison, you're in Rikers, and the CEOs were all like and 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 on like a crew of dudes, like a, a gang. And they circled around it, and you knew they were about to fuck you up. But in the very back, this little cholo dude with some really nice little perm, he wanted that ass. How hard, like, you know you're not going to win. Yeah, there's no How win in that. How hard do you fight? Do you just say, all right, just get this over with, and you spread them open, let them take it? Or, like, I mean, where where's the line? Do you, do you, do you keep fighting it for how long? I think you try when? to convince him to 69. <laughs> you're like, yo, bro, let's 69. And then, you know, you know, you're just like, oh, now, now I got a dick in my mouth. I'm a bite, you know? And then you're like, yeah. And then if you wear that dick around you on a necklace in the yard, like, I think, you're, I think you got a chance of, of walking tall. Oh, Holmes, don't fuck with Miguel. He got dick. He collects. <laughs> it's a dick. We call him the dick collector. It's like a Vietnam necklace of ears, but nothing but cocks around your neck. I always think about that is like um, being a POW, a person of war. And you're in a foreign land, and they don't speak your language, and they look at you, and let's say like it's Vietnam, and you're trapped in some like bad like the Hanoi cage, Hilton shit, yeah. And he's fucking stabbing you with poison frog, fucking bamboo <laughs> arrows and shit, and he's starving you, and sleep depriving you, and fucking you're eating maggots and shit. Like, how long do you just give up the ghost? You know, like when you see people that are stranded at sea and they're floating on a fucking door, when? They say the human mind, that when it really wants something, it can survive in the most extreme scenarios. And it's, it's, it's purely the mind that actually keeps them alive. Yeah, I can imagine that. And that brings me to uh, the other day. I had to get an MRI. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm almost 6'4", big dude, pretty, 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 uh, pretty bulky. And I don't, I don't belong into an MRI. <laughs> and... Uh, I fucking have a, my left hand is all fucked up. I can't even like pick up like weight with it by itself. One thing I like too is when, whenever we go to the MRI place, I can't go in with Mike. I'm like, dad, can yeah. you come in? Just come in with me. And I'm sitting outside the car and I'm like, you got your insurance card? He's like, uh-huh. I'm like, you got your prescription? He's like, It's uh-huh. like dad's taking me to school for the yeah. first time. And I got to the counter and the first thing that I knew was going to happen, like, oh, fuck, a questionnaire. <laughs> And I'm like, I want to fucking just ghost it, go, and I'm like reading through it. I'm like, oh fuck, does this does this apply to me? Am I gonna die in this machine? What the fuck? What some of you guys don't know is, if a text message is longer than a paragraph, Mike will not fuck with it. Yeah, do not ever text me anything that's longer than an inch via text at an eight point font on an Apple iPhone fucking <laughs> operating system. Because I am not trying to read anything unless you do break it up with some photos and, and some some diagrams or something or maybe a video presentation, then cool. 
You're better off. That's what's cool about Snapchat. You can actually just snap me a video and you say whatever you want to. And as I started, I'm like, oh, I don't want to finish this, but I got to keep watching. <laughs> but if it's text, I'm like, I just skim over the shit. You know how many times I've misinterpreted something? <laughs> I was about to say so many times you get mad at a text. You're like, this motherfucker's talking all this shit. And I read it. They're like, hey, Michael, big fan. Would love to come by. I'm like, I'm not like, saying anything. Look at this motherfucker. I'm gonna, we're going to fuck him up. <laughs> I'm going to roll up on him right now. There was one time somebody was coming to pick somebody up outside of the gate. This is like a year ago or so. And I remember I came We can do a whole podcast on this subject. Well, I remember you came to me and you're like, yo, this motherfucker's talking all this shit about our gate. And I was like, what? And you're like, yeah, fuck this guy. And I look at the message. He's like, hey, guys, I don't know how to operate the gate. I'm, I'm not trying to start trouble. I'm like, this guy's like trying to start trouble. Yeah, it's I like just see keywords. I scan. I'm like, I'm like, $1,000? Fuck that. And then I go back, I'm like, wait a minute. He said he'd do all that for a thousand? I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. I don't know. I'm bad, man. Because, like, I got my brain, I got a big ass head. And I only have, <laughs> it's like, I, I, got a, I got a fucking two terabyte hard drive, but then there's like a thousand terabytes trying to come in at once. And I can only process so, so much information. And if there isn't like a titty or something sprinkled in there, I lose interest immediately. All I just see is a giant uh, fucking. Uh, matrix grid of dicks and I'm like no I don't want to read the rest I can't handle it sometimes we'll be at a meeting and like Mike will be talking to somebody about something and I'll just be like Mike 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 he's like well, yeah. he's like pitching something I'm like the guy literally just said that's not what he wanted to do Mike's I'm like, like oh listen well, this is what we'll do <laughs> yeah. as for, for example today we won't say their name but you're having a meeting with a billionaire with a B yeah. tomorrow we won't tell you anything about it. Which any is of that. crazy, man. Cause like And I'm over here like, all right, so this is what we tell them. And I'm just like making myself important into the situation. Well, like, one thing that you do though is you're a big picture guy, which is really cool. Like, you know, you can't nobody can say you're not a big picture person. You see it all, you want to do it. But I know that sometimes like you and, and, and that's the enthusiasm in you. But you get to the point where it's like we've like we're having a meeting with a billionaire tomorrow, and this is the first time I've ever met this person. It's very much they're like, listen, Miguel's over here, Wikipedia, him, checking him oh, out. Oh God, learning everything about him. I learning can. his foreign his his cuss his foreign tongue. Yeah, yeah. I just told him like, I'm gonna learn a couple of words in his foreign tongue, so in the middle of the meeting, I can make everybody else feel awkward. You know, like <laughs> like I'd like to just look at him, and start talking to him, and be like, listen, I'm from the old neighborhood too. And he's like, oh, this guy, you know, yeah. he knows. But we're talking about it, and uh, it is kind of intimidating, though, because, like, the thing about it is this guy has sort of suggested, I want to hear some of your ideas, but he hasn't really suggested, like, he's interested in everything. But this is the kind of person who could look at the, some of the ideas me and Mike has and, like, yeah, what do you, you just need $2 million for that? That's nothing. Yeah. You know, and dreams come well, We true. have a friend um, that our friend Rob from Bump Box, the most coolest motherfucker ever, yeah. and every now and then. We'll call him about business, and he'll be like, oh, oh these fucking Chinese whores. <laughs> and then we're like, hey, we're like, and, and here I am, like, wait a minute, I'm you, <laughs> unfocused, thinking about Chinese whores, and here you are, make, you're distracting me, and I'm trying to be good right now. <laughs> and Miguel's like, God damn it. And then you won't even sit in the room sometimes. You'll just I walk, walk off. Away. I walk off sometimes when we're having conversations with him because I'm like, God damn it. We're just, because Mike will be like, okay, I get it. I get it. But let me ask you this. We have a business who's interested in putting your uh, product in there. And he's like, hey, real quick, Mike, Mike, what if we made a midget horror movie? And I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of the room. I'm getting yeah, the fuck no, he out does. Of the room. He, he like, he fucking ejects real fast. And me, I'm a creature of vibe, and I believe the world is influenced, and your 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 life is directly impacted based upon 
one simple electronic process of of a thought. That one thought, there's a moment of a fraction of a second as you think about it. Do you verbalize it and communicate to whoever's in the room? You never, you never talk to yourself? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So when- that's a form of it. But then the next step is telling someone else, and the next step is telling someone of importance to someone, and then, then like standing up for it, like, no, I've thought about this. I've thought this yeah. through. And um, that's how your world changes sometimes. You just have this this fucking – and that's how I'm – I'm never going to be like one of these super – I'm a, I'm a creative guy. I don't want to sit there and fucking hash numbers and – type up shit and TPS reports and I don't want to do none of that. I want to just be creative and have fun. I want to design things. I want to be funny. I want to do what what people like me and you are supposed to do. Like and even unfortunately in my life, I'm the guy that'll be on stage or on a microphone or whatever. Here comes a party and people are here to see me or you or whoever. And I'm over here worrying about, oh my God, the biscotti noodles are everywhere. I've got to pick them up. The hot dogs aren't even. Quickly, I must shove them together and, and equally your, balance them out. And in out. your mind, those problems are equally as big as, hey, Mike, we're not getting power to the sound system. You know, like, hey, hey, Mike, the artist hasn't showed up yet. It's like, ah, the artist hasn't showed up and the hot dogs aren't even. This fucking whole production's going to shit. Yeah, people, there's, there has been hundreds and thousands of people have come to my homes, to my sausage castles, and they never knew what I was really thinking. Are you like that when you're fucking... Like when you're having like a threesome where you're like, I got to pay more attention to this pussy. Well, I remember when we first started the member site and it started back at the old castle, Saucy Castle 7. And I remember when we came here, there was a certain girl that I was fucking and uh, she's obviously ashamed of it. (laughs) (laughs) Out of respect, I won't say your name, but she's she's definitely, uh, she's a crowd favorite. She's uh, pretty fucking hot. And I remember... Uh, taking my hand and trying to film it. This is before pop sockets. Damn, thank God for. I thought pop and sockets were so. And you were so against so, pop sockets. Those, what is this fucking Claire? These Claire shit and some Hello <laughs> Kitty pop sockets. And now I'm like, on the back of oh, you don't phone. get a pop socket, bro? Let me put you on the pop socket game, bro. Changes everything. Now pop sockets changes my whole life. Little did I know uh, that when you start filming shit and you, you start making content, there was ever going to become a time in my life to where I had to choose. Do I keep filming and do what I am, am morally obligated and business obligated to to give my my paid members uh, that viewing content, or do I indulge in in like, hey, I'm gonna fuck this chick. It sucks that we're not filming it, but at least I'm fucking. And <laughs> and let me tell y'all something. I want you to look me right in into the eyes if you're watching this, and and that's because you're a member of MikeBeach.com. You get to watch this. There every single time, and it's only happened a handful of times that I would be having a sexual encounter. Sexual encounter that I didn't film it, and um, I was just like, man, wow. It hit me in that closet that one time when I was fucking this girl that we won't say her name. She's um, ashamed of the love. Yeah, I was like, it's all right, baby. We were both drunk, baby. It's okay, baby. And um, I uh, I just remember being like, wow, this is my life now. 
I have to film this, but if I if I film it, then I'm cock blocking myself. Like this girl slapped the phone on my hand, and I remember it probably hit the floor instantaneously. Yeah. But in my mind, it was like, <laughs> no. I was like, wow. So I have a choice right now in my fucking fat head. My little brain had to be like, so what are you gonna do, Mike? You gonna fucking you gonna try to film it and 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 go home, go, go fucking go jack off and is call your tonight? Is your angel and your devil Brian Idol? <laughs> like, hey, what are you gonna do? You gonna fucking film it or are you gonna work on this Camaro with me? Yeah. <laughs> so I was Let's do some diamond push-ups. So what should I do? And and it was at that moment that I took a deep breath and I reluctantly. Uh, I don't quite remember every little detail, but I remember she made me wear a condom, which was fucking weird. But I did. She don't love you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And 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 that was the moment that I realized. And that was when I first moved in here. I was like, wow. I belong. I be- I, my, my penis belongs to the world. It's a people's penis. Yeah. My penis belongs to the world. My heart may belong to certain individuals, but my penis belongs to the world. And it's not it's not a very big penis, so they're gonna have to splice that thing out really, really small to get everyone just a little bit of that penis. Have you ever watched a video you made and been like, "Damn, my dick looks good in that"? No, I'm like, Ugh, <laughs> can we burn that? Because my eyes are burning. That fufa, can we like do some CGI on that thing? Like, goddamn. I wonder if you could, like, if Chris, if we sent you some videos of mics, could you After Effects and and and, and make that dick look good? Well, Chris nodded, said he could. He could. You know, there's like. Lower expectations. This Lower would be like unflattering angles. Yeah. There are certain angles that we all know, guys and girls, that they oh, do yeah. not want to be seen by. And uh, me laying down my, my stomach kind of like a whale, just like, like yeah, but, shifts but, but, around. But my as a fucking... fat dude, if you're going to send a dick pic, you have to be laying down. Because if you're standing up with the dick pic, there's a lot of foop going on. There's a lot of fucking uh, a lot of rolls and shit. So as a fat dude, the dick pic always has to be laying down. Or That's why like, I always try to frame the shaft. I always give, I just give him the tip, the head, the old Saturn head, <laughs> and I fucking try to hold it steady. And I try to keep because my hand literally, like when I when I put my fist on my my shaft and start stroking it, like literally my shaft is gone. So it's like it's like little league baseball bat. Yeah, <laughs> the baseball bat fucking thing. Like yeah, it looks like you're up bat first. <laughs> so. Um, I try to frame it out so they don't have to see my giant gut and stuff, but there have been a couple times where I handed the phone to another girl, like, hey, film, hey, take over. And I'm like, oh, my God, don't ever film that angle ever again. And it's just like, ugh. And it took a lot for me at first to, like, just say, fuck it, you know? I mean, sometimes, sometimes guys and girls are tired of seeing hot, physical, fit, six-pack dudes with huge wieners. And, I, and I, I'd like to believe... That uh, to my members, I've definitely given people a, a sense of confidence. Like, well, this fat fuck can can do this. Anyone can, and that's kind of like the inspiration of uh, being a member of mybeast.com and watching my sexual escapades. Because um, you're definitely gonna see my small wiener, and you're gonna see a lot of hot girls and, and a lot of just just natural, real shit. Like, I wish, I wish I was like. I wish it was easy. I wish I was like it was like a real porn. It's really not a real porn. It's it's reality. I'm not like paying these girls like hey hey listen come over here you want I'll give you like a couple hundred bucks you want to suck my dick on camera. No, it's more like them texting me the next day. Oh my god, please do not do not post it on your site. And I'm like, even though I have every legal right to, like I I try to, I don't try. 
I'm a pussy. I fucking, I always fall, fall in. I'm like, all right, I won't pose it. Are you sure? Like every six months, I'm like, hey, uh, I see you're single again. Hey, you cool with me posting this on the site? You know, hey, it's a good slow-mo cum shot. You look great, you know, fucking. And um, they normally say, fuck you, or their boyfriend texts me back, and things get weird. Please, Michael, stop texting my child's mother about the slow-mo cum shot video you filmed. Our fucking son doesn't need to know that my girl was a whore before she met you. You ever fuck a chick? And then you see them like with their boyfriend or something. You're like, oh man, this is weird. But I guess I'll just keep it moving. I tell you, the weirdest part is when you're like hanging out with this girl that uh, that you hooked up with before, and she's got a boyfriend, and you don't know if he knows that you guys. It's so past. It doesn't really matter. It's not relevant. But you don't know. Does he know we used to hook up or not? And here's the thing, Mike, and I think you'll verify this: when you're a fat dude, and it's a really attractive girl. You wonder more because you're like, he might just assume we never have hooked like, up. There's oh, I've no- been in situations like that. I've had a guy be like, huh, yeah, don't worry. You just hang on with Mike. It's not like y'all are going to fuck it down. Yeah. Like, like, oh, okay. Shit, fuck you, motherfucker. Little do you know how hard I've been? I'm in that, you know what I'm Allow me to show you my Dropbox, sir. Yeah. She's been a star in many a movie. Man, there, there are, there's a couple. There's this one video of me fucking three hot chicks. I'm talking very hot chicks. And all three of their heads are in the perfect way. And it took me a while. Because when you're nutty, you're going to switch from normal fucking video to slow-mo. And then when the new iPhones came out, I think it was like two iPhones ago, I gave you like the wide angle, the fish eye. I gave you the wide angle. So I had to like go from. I gave you the wide angle. I had to go from normal recording as I'm trying to keep stroking my dough. I pull out. And I'm like, okay, here we go, here we go. And I'm like, fuck. And there's been probably like 10 or 20 fucking cum shots that I missed. And I'm like, no. You're like a storm chaser, bro. Like you get one shot to nail this. Like a, nature, a nature photographer. Yeah. Like, only once a season does this humpback whale come over here. You're like sitting quietly in the field with just like six cameras set up. All on so the dog. moral of the story is my sex life has become a fucking production. Like lighting, sound. You know, I'm like, oh, we can, we can't fucking, uh, we don't have the licensing to that Drake song in the background. We're not gonna have to dub that over with some unlicensed music. You're like freaking out because you're fucking a girl and the boom dips in it, and you're like, Jesus Christ, act like you've done this before. It's a one man show. It's like a, a, it's like a porn production with just me and my iPhone. I remember how excited you got when you got that, uh, that, uh, that, what was it? That little tripod. Oh, tripod's been saving my life. This little tripod he could set up in the room to catch like the fucking going on. And here's the deal. Let me tell you this, guys. Some of you are like, oh my god. Some of you are listening to this like, oh, wow, must be nice. But let me tell you this. Mike ain't never gonna get accused of no, of, of no R's. Sounds like grape. Because I film it all. You know what I'm saying? So let me tell y'all something, guys. If you're out there. And you're out there fucking, you know, you're being promiscuous and you're just living life and your penis is, you know, just being a free, a free penis, just having a good old time. Well, we live in a fucked up world where everyone wants to cancel everybody and, and fucking, they want to come up, they're trying to get rich and shit. So my advice to every guy, because most guys don't accuse girls of, of grapes, is that if you're a guy and you're engaged in sexual activity with a female... That it's consensual, because obviously, if you if you are graping or don't film it, I mean, fucking shit. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> Just joking. Not really. No, but I'm serious. Um, 
film it. At least like the first like first part of it. Like film her like consensually sucking your wiener, or film her like at your house. Like oh my god. Like film film it. Even if you don't like run a business and put it on the internet. Like just film it for your own fucking archives, because one day you might fucking get called in the court, and you better be like, "Well, your honor, I'd like to present Exhibit A, B, C, and D. Her sucking the D consensually. The the defense would like to rest." <laughs> your honor, I'm thinking when you rhyme it like that, man. I'm thinking fucking like uh, what's it called? Uh, Mike Tyson's old manager. Uh, the fuck was his Don name? King? Don King. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I've had girls get mad at me because I didn't want to fuck them. I've had that. I know it sounds. I'm not trying to sound arrogant or anything. I'm. I'm just telling you the real talk. I've had beautiful women mad at me because I didn't want to fuck them. Either because I ate too much Taco Bell earlier. I'm like, I'm just a little bloated. You know, hey, I could get a boner, but yeah. Have you ever shit while you were fucking a girl? No, but I got, I got really close. Oh, yeah, because you get really close to shitting yourself on a, on like an average day. Yeah, but like you've got really, how close is really close? I'm a night fucker, bro. I'll tell you the honest truth. Like, I don't. I fuck very sudden, seldomly in the day. Every now and then I get a little razzle dazzle. I'm like, yeah, fuck. But um, I like to do my work during the day and at night. I like to like you know fucking I get a little bored, a little romantic. Yeah, and I I like to. I'm a night fucker. If 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 Marvel Comics had a fucking comic character, I'd be the night fucker. I would night you, fucker. You'd only see me in the in the darks <laughs> of the shadows of the night. Just like I don't like to drink in the day, and I don't like to drink when I'm by myself. That's fucking weird and suicidal, and unneeded emotions that I don't want to handle. Because when I was younger, I would drink in the beginning. And I'm like, oh, I fucking love that bitch. <laughs> I'm drinking coconut rum, fucking crying in a club. Because my girlfriend won't text me back. She's fucking cheating on me, fucking whore. Fucking loved her. And I learned my lesson at a very young age. It was like we were talking about the other day. Every guy is entitled to do dumb shit. But by the time you're like 35, 40, you better have that shit figured out, man. Yeah. Like, every guy is allowed to be jealous and a little psycho in high school, like, college and, and you're allowed to have those emotions you're just not allowed to act on them we talked yeah, exactly like you're allowed to let's feel clarify jealous. this yeah, yeah you're allowed to feel jealous but then you need to fucking talk to your goddamn self and straighten it out because a lot of times jealousy man it, i'm gonna tell you this much i feel like most of the time jealousy is steven just, we're, this is not about you okay yeah, just, just let you know this is just us us talking in general we just didn't we just forgot you're in the room jealousy uh Jealousy comes from like insecurity. That's where jealousy comes from. It's well, it's like feeling. it's a human nature to desire someone and to like be like oh, and then wonder. But the mind is an evil thing. The mind is really is that that mere energy, that thought process will literally alter your existence forever. The mind is your existence, bro. And I mean, just that's the truth. Just you only by exist like, in your mind. You, you ever like your girl doesn't say goodnight to you and you wake up in the middle of the night and it's like 5 a.m. You're like, where the fuck is that bitch? And then you're like, oh, what the fuck is she doing? And then you start kind of freaking out. And when you're younger, you're allowed to like fucking, you fucking bitch, I fucking love you. Where the fuck you been? But by the time you're like 21, 22, 24, 25, you're supposed to get that shit out of your system. Yeah. And that's why you date people and don't get married at a young age, you fucking idiots. Uh, because you date, no offense, Chris, uh, you got to check. It's cool. I get it. No offense. But 
You got to fucking, you date people to see what you like and don't like. That's what dating is. And you, you say, all right, all right, I'm never going to get involved with a girl who doesn't have a job. Or I'm never going to do this. So you set these standards and you, and you hold by them. And you date people to train yourself on being able to be in a relationship. Because there's lots of people that fucking get into relationships and can't handle basic shit. It's like, I'm in a relationship with this girl, and, you know, she, she wants to hang out with her work friends tonight. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it's like, motherfucker, she's got work friends, you know? like I, I had a girlfriend that cried one time because I was like, oh, are you going to wear that? And she was like, I was, she was like, but it's my wedding I don't, dress I don't have any pants. I was like, no, no, wear some shorts. Like, wear a skirt or something. She's like, Really? I was like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" It's like, my last boyfriend, he never let me wear shorts. Like, I was like, "What the fuck?" I wish I was in control like that guy. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah," I was low-key like, "Damn, he had it fucking held down." But I could tell you were kind of yeah. secretly scared, and he'd probably beat the shit out of you. And that's fucking not good. And then uh, she'd be like, "Yeah, one time I went to the gas station, and he followed me up and smashed all my windows." And I've met like chicks, and then they'd be like, "So how long did you date?" Like five years. I was like, "Oh my god, you some of these some of these motherfuckers just want it." And I'm talking. I'm not talking about, I'm not roasting just the ladies because I know we have shout out to all the ladies that listen. A lot of them sent me messages like, "Oh, we're listening, we're listening, Mike, we're listening, we're listening, and we are not happy." Yeah, when our <laughs> husbands and boyfriends are sleeping, we put our headphones on and we quiet. I would love listen. to think there's a couple hiding the fact that they're both listening to our show. Like he's like, "Hey, honey, I'm going to the store." She's there like, are. "That's okay, I'm going they're outside." Cool people, and they're both hiding the fact that they both listen to our show and they don't want the other to know. Miguel, couples who listen to this podcast together stay together. No, I'm talking about couples who secretly listen, who don't oh, yeah. let who don't let each other know. When when they're just like, "Huh, I heard Saturn's going to be visible tonight." <laughs> oh, Ooh. really? Oh, I heard Saturn's going to be real visible too. And they just keep looking at each other and like, this motherfucker mm. knows. Has he been, did he hear the episode about Saturn? Let me ask you a question, honey. Blue whale or baby bear? <laughs> Wait a minute. This motherfucker knows. It's a setup. He calls his friend. Yo, Tony, listen. I think April's listening to the fucking Mike Busey podcast. <laughs> She's over here talking about fucking baby grizzlies and fucking humpback whales. She just brought home cocksucking cherries. and uh... <laughs> We have so many inside jokes. It's fucking good. I I love what we have going on here, guys. So thank y'all so much for listening. And I know a lot of people like, oh, thank you very much, and all that fake bullshit. But I I know me and Miguel definitely truly mean it because you have enabled me and not only myself, all these wonderful people here that work here, and everything, everything from Corn Man. Corn Man was from you guys, okay? Yeah. If you look, if you're watching the podcast and you're looking at all these masks, thank you. Because you mean, guys bought all this stuff. Would I have wanted Corn Man five, six years ago? Sure, why not? But would I have spent $18 on him? I don't know. Guys. So thank you for being a member. Thank you for uh, for supporting Two Fat Dudes Dreams. And, and most importantly, for changing my life forever. Because you you enable me in a, in a good way. I know enabling has a, has a negative stigmatism to it. But you, you, you've let me follow my fucking sick, twisted dreams. And then you showed me that there are people out there who get it. It is capable for you to be a scumbag and be a good person at the same time. Just enjoy life. Stop giving a fuck what people think. And just have fun and, and know that haters don't show up to fucking funerals. So just do you. Don't be a fucking... Don't be raping bitches. Don't be fucking fucking kids. And don't fucking... Don't be doing weird shit with animals. And just be a good person. Is that And, and don't lie and cheat and steal. Is that that goddamn hard? It is. It's so hard for some people. I mean, we've had people live here 
We've had a lot of people live here in the last castle that they just couldn't seem to figure out, like, okay, so I do my job, I get paid, I have fun, there's hot chicks around, there's celebrities, there's all these cool things to do. We used to have cleaning they girls. They shit to bed every time. We'd have cleaning girls conflating that there was shit to clean. Like, Mike, I woke up today to come clean the house, and there was just shit everywhere to clean. It's like, Oh, you're, yeah. you're saying it very nice. It was very angry and very uh, antagonistic. And I, it took me a, the first couple times I heard it. I was like, I was like shocked. I was like, what do I say to? Them? Sometimes when things happen, they come at me and they forget who I am and and what role I have in this. And they're just like, oh, I'm not fucking cleaning up someone's other mess. Yeah, yeah, that was literally the cleaning girl's response. Sometimes. Which one? <laughs> yeah, I'm so, not. At one time we had three, three every day at the house. Basically, three, three. We were spending like over three hundred dollars a day paying people to clean up other people's mess that didn't pay rent or pay that I would buy food and dinner for. I would go to the grocery store, buy their shit, cook it for them. And then, and then I would have to do track their them dishes. Down. I'd have to track them down. Cause they'd get here at nine and at 10 o'clock they'd be smoking, taking a break. And they would just be like, yeah, I'm just getting ready to clean. Hey, fuck you, McGill. Yeah. I'm really stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> like stressed my out life is really hard. And I'm just like, okay. Um, Hey, dear blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm the guy that's actually paying you, so I don't really want to hear you bitch about that you have job security. It's not a really good vibe between us. Maybe you go tell Miguel, and I don't want to hear that. Granted, I'm on your side. I don't want – because I'm paying you to clean up after someone else who's just doing bullshit. So, yeah, I mean, there was at one point we had 28 people living here, and it was the best of times then. Well, frankly, the worst of times. I remember there would be meetings. You would have like Monday morning meetings, and there would be like, like an so- hour about. Hey, can you stop being a scumbag and clean up your fucking room yeah. or your fucking dwelling area? There, are, there are people who who lived here, and I will call them by their names. There are people who lived here that I'm talking two years plus that never, not once, cleaned their fucking sheets or pillows. Yeah. And I've seen what they did, and I know where they lived. One of them was the answer to trivia today. Yeah, Gavin. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them about the trivia thing. We have a new thing called the feed. Oh, yeah. The, new, the feed's pretty dope, man. So basically, we've created our own social media like network. Uh, Steven and Mike work together to make it happen. And if you're a member, you can now on the site, uh, basically every day Mike's going to be uploading different pictures and videos and stuff. And you can basically watch Mike's feed. It's like it's like, your, it's like an Instagram that's uncensored. Uncensored Instagram that you can interact with, and it's only for the members. So basically, I just made myself a lot more What was work. the first? What was the first trivia question for today? It was... Uh, what guy moved into the house because he became homeless because his girlfriend saw it, him get blacked out drunk and had to go to the ER on my Snapchat? And the answer was? Gavin. Yeah, I remember that night. And we're giving the winner. What would, Do you remember his name, uh, anybody? I, I know we have it on the site. If I can get fucking internet down here in the dungeon, I'll be able to tell you. The winner um, got a $25 uh, fucking gift Which is more than Gavin store. made working here. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see here. I don't know if I can find it here. Let's see here. Gavin had pizza crust on his sheets. His name is JBum1232. That's who won. JBum1232. He was the first person to answer the the name Gavin, so he won. Gavin used to literally have a bed covered in pizza crust, and he would bring girls over, and then he would throw sheets on top of the pizza crust sheets. 
so that a girl and it wouldn't he brought girls over girls would be here and then that's the thing that always blew my mind the girls that would come over here and be like "Ooh, you know who i want to fuck gavin he's got a turkey leg tattooed on his head and pizza crust in his bed there was this guy at sauce castle seven he was this little skater jit it kind of reminded me of gavin but showered his room was upstairs and it was it was in the treehouse, which was for Casey moved in. Casey the lesbian, and he would be at every party. We would never. See, there are people that are here now, and they here at previous and other sausage castles. You would never see these motherfuckers. And the day of a party, they would go through all these hoops and fucking strings and bullshit to make sure like their room was clean. And there were times where Weeble Wobble was one of them. Weeble Wobble uh, would have, I swear to God, not even maybe like 40 to 50 bottles of fucking vodka in his room. And I'm shitting you not. Like, and there were times where I'd be like, hey, you know, I got some girls come over. You want to clean up? Help me clean up the house. No, they don't help me clean up the house. They want to clean their own area. So I'd be like, you selfish motherfucker. And that's not just Weeble. This is yeah. a lot of guys. Like, I'd have people go out and, like, go out to the mall and get their hair cut and get a fit. I'm like, hey, guys, I kind of really need the fucking help. Uh, we got, like, a couple hundred people coming up tonight. Could you really help me? Yeah, bro. And the next thing you know, I'm like, hey, where's blah, blah, blah? I'm like, oh, yeah, he's in the mall. We've had people come stay for a party. They're like, hey, I'm coming to town to stay for this party. I want to come help you. Yeah, and then literally they we never see them until the night of the party. Yeah. And then they're here, and then they crash, and then they're gone. Yeah. And they don't make their bed. Yeah. When I was at Joy Fatone's house the other night, yeah. I there was a maid and everything. I told my friend, I said, "Hey, uh, I made the bed and I cleaned up and da da da." And he's like, "Oh yeah, there's, there's a cleaner coming." I was like, "Oh, well, well, I come from an old school place. Like you actually, when you're staying in someone's place and they're and they're letting you in their home, that's it's a it's a there's a holy sacrament to that still. Like you know, back in the day, the the." Back in the Bible days, it'd wash your feet and stuff, and it was like, "Oh, you're you're from a faraway land. Come stay in our fucking home, and and we'll feed you." And da da da. I'm a very hospital person, and I've been took advantage of for several 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 decades, and um, I just get tired of it sometimes. And then, and I still let people take advantage of me, even though uh, I know better. I know they're not going to clean up after themselves. They're going like, to break shit, the, show- steal shit. Show me on the Chewbacca doll where they took advantage of you. Uh, all around that area. Around the crotch area. Actually, I wish they took advantage of the crotch. It was more of my heart that hurt me. Because I'm just like, God damn. What fucking barn were you raised in where you thought it'd be okay just to literally defecate on shit? Never pick up nothing. Steal stuff. And they'll be on their, their fucking Snapchat. Yo, what up? I'm thinking that's the same thing that hotel in North Carolina thought about you guys that one time, though. Well, I was peer pressured into that, okay? And it was, <laughs> I was paid to do that, okay? For the record. But, um, you know you know what I mean? It's yeah. like I come from a place where you don't open someone's refrigerator without asking them. Like, hey. Yeah. I, I would literally be staring at the toilet and be like, hey, uh, Bob, uh, do you have a restroom I can use? And I'm like, I know the restroom's right there. But I ask simple yeah. things like that. It's common courtesy. You say hello you say goodbye. We had some pretty hot, like black chick come here. Yeah, for like two days, and then tell us what happened. She came over here. She was really sweet. She was really nice. She wanted to film content. She took some pictures and uploaded them for us. Uh, and then we were all hanging out. Me, her, and Courtney were hanging out upstairs, having a good time. 
She ordered some uh, Cracker Barrel on Uber that Uber Eats that she paid for. Two trays. Two, and, and the craziest part is she ordered exactly what me and Mike would have ordered. Like, it was pretty weird that she ordered exactly the meals we would have. But uh, me and Courtney were kicking with her upstairs. She uh, just walked downstairs real quick. And then uh, a couple minutes later, I ran into Chris. And Chris was like, what's up with your homegirl? I was like, what do you mean? He was like, she's dipping. And she just left with all of her bags and all of her stuff and just dipped out and didn't say anything. And uh, now Mike's leaving to go piss. He's running like an old man. Uh, He's got the little wobbly walk with his little CKY beanie on. Uh, We talk to him all the time before we do a show about Mike. Mike, could you piss before? And he's always like, yeah, I got a player. I got a player. I'm professional. I'll take care of this. I'm ready whenever you guys are. Uh, mind you, too, we get here at about 11 o'clock getting ready to film. It's about 45 minutes of Mike just on his fucking phone. <laughs> and then he's drunk so much that he has to go outside and piss. And now we're dealing with the repercussions of Mike walking out of his own show <laughs> to go. T- yeah, that's what we need. We need Whenever this happens, we need to just put somebody in a whole green screen suit on to sit down in the chair. And then we can just CGI Mike in afterwards. Uh, probably a minute and a half, but all right. All right. Still good. Was it a good pee? I rushed it. I, I wasn't really feeling it. Are you going to pee again in a second? Because there's a fucking, there's a seawall <laughs> out the back where the scrambler is. And I'm not tall enough to get the urine over it. So I stand up on this pallet. You still got to pee. Where the motor. You still got to pee. I'm looking at his face. No, no. I stumped my toe. It was dark <laughs> outside and it's cold. It's where I'm wearing my CKY beanie. And uh, I stumped my toe, and I could hear you talking shit. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Tell them what you were telling me about lately when you got to pee. What's happening? I'm pretty sure someone's got to stick their finger up my ass. You got to get your prostate checked. You're 40. Preferably a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> You're 40 now. Because when that urine hits me, boy, it hits me. It, there, ain't no, there ain't no fucking... Uh, one time I was at the fucking San Diego Zoo on this train. God, this doesn't sound like it's going to have anything to do with that. And I, no, because okay. this, is, this is something that embedded with me forever. I had to pee so bad. And my dad, he punched me in the face. Like, <laughs> God damn it, boy. We're on a fucking train. <laughs> I like how he thinks This is back in the 80s keep... when you could abuse your kids in front of everyone that's, and no that's one cared. That's his way of thinking. You know how I'll help him hold his piss better? With a punch to the fucking face. He's like, we're almost off this goddamn train, boy. And I was like, uh, and I was like dancing around like I had ants in my pants. But I was like, damn, I could hold my I hold my fucking piss for a good 20, 30 minutes. Bro. Not no more. I used to be able to hold my piss like all fucking damn. Like I'll just take a UTI. I don't give a fuck. But now, when I get it, I don't, I don't, my balls don't tell me I have to piss. It's my always balls, good to piss after sex. Yeah, my balls Push. tell me I'm about to piss. Push the STDs like, out your urethra. Like there is no fucking uh, hey man, in 10 minutes you're gonna need to pee. It's like, yo, yo, we're doing this now. Yeah. It's I like had, Ghostbusters when Janine hits the thing, like we got one i feel like a fucking a first responder had to fucking fly down a fucking fire pole i wake up put my pants i pull my pants down i already got my dick out my fucking shorts hey, do you ever before have, i even get to the toilet i'm pissing into the toilet as i arrive do you ever it. have that moment where you're like no 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 no, like i'm about to start just pissing like your dick I mean, like, yeah I you know yeah every time i almost shit my pants every day i shit my pants the other day it was bad bad <laughs> Shit on the floor, shit in the pants, shit in the toilet. Courtney sent me the video. It was when we were going to Joey Fatone's house. I go, hey, I'm headed, I'm 20 minutes away. How's everything looking? And then all of a sudden I get a video and she's like, he shit his pants. (laughs) So let's talk about this. Um, I know we got to go on break soon. We got a little time. You talking about a little little, little, little Captain Brian? 
No, I want to talk about the. I want to talk about the fucking uh, the painting. Oh so, shit! Joey Patones knows that I've already bought so much shit on Amazon that I just like just, I'm I'm exhausted. The pirate shit. And I always say, Miguel, this is the last one. Just pull the trigger. Yeah, I'm also looking at. We've got way too much pirate shit. I think the boat isn't going to be able to fucking Watch float. Your fucking. I'm mouth. looking at like like eighty seven dollars worth of handcuffs. No, it's two sets of handcuffs. It's like eighty seven dollars worth of handcuffs. No, there no, there's not. There, there can't be. There definitely was eighty seven dollars. Right, like I'll 40, check the Amazon later. Yeah, I don't like know. Forty three dollars a piece. And guess what? It all gets here Saturday. <laughs> now, you ever look at your Amazon and it all arrives the same day? Like, holy fuck, it's Christmas all over again. <laughs> God bless Timmy. So I'm um, yeah. The pirate ship will be almost done. Except you no, know, like, the pirate ship will be fucking done with this Amazon run. Oh uh, well, yeah. You know, I got some other little things I want to do. <laughs> some LEDs and shit. You know, fucking whatever. Anyways, you know they say that's what uh, pirate ship stands for. Pirate boat bust out another thousand. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Anyways, um, so Joy Fatone knew that I have a special place in my heart, and I like to collect weird shit. I got, there's a lot of really cool shit. We have the glasses, reading glasses from Elvis Presley. That bump box Rob gave to me. We got one um, of Shaq's shoes worn. We got his blood. We got Shaq's shoes. You got a Megalodon tooth that the guys from uh, I, Juke Squad gave you. Yeah. I got fucking some pirate treasure from uh, radio. Yeah. Uh, I've got fucking, I don't even know what type of dinosaur jaw I have. I have some crazy shit. And uh, I have uh, pieces of uh, a wicker uh, couch that John Lennon sat on that his DNA is definitely in. <laughs> It was the bitch, don't kill my vibe. Fuck you, Yoko. I'm going to go put this acid up my asshole and go write some music in this fucking Florida room and sit in this wicker chair. He did Rolling Stones interviews in it. His kids in it. He had breakfast and shit. Smoked a bunch of cigarettes. Anyway, they had a lot of really cool, random shit that some of you might not know about. Till I thought I had some weird shit until, until last week. So AK shows up. She goes, here, here's Joey's present, your birthday present. And, you know, it's been a couple weeks. But, hey, better late than never. So Joey was already talking about giving us this giant fucking... Inflatable uh, screen for the uh, drive-in theater. Yeah, we're like, I'm like, yo, so how big is it? You know, he's like, yeah, go look at uh, MTV Cribs, the uh, episode where they come to my house. And I found, I, found, I found myself realizing how many, like, episodes of Cribs I saw. Because he was like, yeah, he was like, you know, the drive-in theater. Miguel's I was like, like, oh, yeah, the like, drive-in theater, yeah, episode 23. That's exactly what I was like, on episode 23, when you showed your grotto. I'm, I'm chilling, but... You know, yeah, he, I know. You knew you knew about it more than I did because I remember watching that Cribs episode. And be like, God damn, these fucking boy band guys—they're so loaded with cash. If I ever met Joy, so I tell him, "Fuck you, you ain't nothing." Fuck cut you, to like, fucking all the Orlando pussy yeah, guys. Yeah, you guys suck. Cut to like twenty years later, I'm like, Fatone, oh, man, he, he had nothing but Giorno's pizzas at his house, and I was like, this motherfucker, he what fucking a, spoils. <laughs> what a real motherfucker. What a one of the coolest dudes. Yeah, I kind of feel like. How people feel about me sometimes. I know there's a lot of people that want to hate me, and then they meet me, and they're like, fuck, I like them. I like them a lot. And they'll always tell me, too, man, you lie, man. And it's when they're drunk. They're like, man, you lie, man. I thought you were going to be a real fucking douchebag, but fuck, man, I like you. I'm That's like, 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 in my old age now, anytime, like, some pop star comes out, people are like, look at this asshole. I'm like, I don't know. It looks like he's having a blast. No, I've you learned know? that. It like, looks like this kid's having a fucking great time. That's Good something I've him. learned over the years. Yeah. Never to just assume what you think. Based on TV or the yeah, news or like, social media. Yeah, people like, fuck the Jonas Brothers. I'm like, I wouldn't mind kicking with them for a day. It looks you know like how, they're having a great time. Yeah, you know how easy it is to get hemmed up in some of these things? You see a TMZ article that they fucking fake newsed out the ass. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I heard these guys are, uh, 
they're fucking uh yeah they're fucking i hate i heard they fucking eat toads and do sacrifices yeah, and, i'm like well and they're like, no, we were just we our bus crashed into a a, a serpentarium, and there yeah. was a couple toads that died, and it all got blown out of proportion. You're like, wow, you're, I'm so sorry. I thought about this for so long. Yeah, it's like the episode of South Park. We we build up our our, our idols, and and then we want to destroy them. When, yeah, when they get too big for us, we're like, oh yeah, Britney Spears, we're gonna make you go crazy and shave your head, you fucking bitch. That's what America does. Remember it's so talking true. Shit, talking shit about Kevin Federline, <laughs> that fucking douchebag. Now we all know Britney she's crazy. Yeah, and everybody's hey. like, I can't believe that douchebag got with Britney Spears. I'm sitting there with Kevin Federline clapping slow like, God damn right, son. It's always nice to see the little guy win. So Joey gave me a painting that it was of a picture of NSYNC uh, on, the, I believe, their German tour. And... It was like right before they blew up, 1996, and um, their manager, who's very very controversial, Lou Pearlman. Lou Pearlman, if you don't know, he's like this older, heavy set. He looks like a Jewish accountant. You know, he's like the guy in the white. He's in the guy in the Dre video. Yeah, like trying to sign the record Jerry deal. Heller. Yeah, yeah doing this. Sign your life away. Wait, I mean, yeah. So. Uh, I guess Lou Pearlman had uh, a painting commissioned by an artist, and he had himself painted into the photo, kind of like Slimer, kind of like floating in the background, like <laughs> kind of like, like creeping no, over his shoulders. Like, he looks like Wilson from Home Improvement behind the gate, just standing there looking over at him. <laughs> yeah, and he's all smiling. It's really, really creepy. Like, hey, guys, due to Jessica's law, I can't actually be in the same backyard as you, but, uh, you know, we're having fun, right? And then you see a very young Justin Timberlake. Justin and Timberlake and Lance Bass looked both like like lesbians. Lance that. Lance looked straight up like Ellen DeGeneres yeah, in this painting. Yeah, Justin Timberlake looked like you know like he could be a little trans in it. You know, we've let him decide who he wants to be. So cutting edge. He was he was he was hopping in the trans game before. JC Chazé looks like he smoked seventeen blunts to the head. Yeah, he like looked cross eyed. <laughs> like cross eyed as a motherfucker. Cross eyed, and they made his eyes just red as fuck. I'm like, damn, Lou Pearlman had all that money, and he's st- just like how I feel. Like you get those money, and you still can't get good work. You know. So this really fucking crazy, very creepy painting, I guess, that someone bought at an auction because Pearlman was in prison because yeah. he had questionable business. He what, had like a Ponzi scheme, What you, all got, this shit what you going got to on. was the letter of authenticity yeah. that came from the auction that came from prison. Yeah, it was from Texas, the prison he was in. It was like written on a bar of soap. It was like, yeah. from <laughs> who am I concerned? This painting was commissioned in 1996. We should run it through like a blacklight because he probably wrote and pissed some like signs for like, like it's also got an Aryan Nation message for like them. He's like, Rocket, meet me at 1635 Street. The guns will be there. I wonder, if the beast. This, I wonder if the CEO is like, Walked by his room every now and then and playing in sync on their phones. Oh man, he you, died. He died in I think 2016. Or you know 18? the CEOs were kicking it to him like, "Listen, my daughter sings, buddy," and he's like, "I can get her signed. You know, I'm just gonna need a couple more soup packets. Yeah, uh, maybe single celled and fucking a pillow. honey buns, and I'll get that JT fucking uh, cameo. If for you, you could right just up. keep me away from the Mexican mafia who have a little quarrel with me about some Ponzi scheme I may have done in Huaracas. That would be great. <laughs> so now in, in in the office, there's a giant fucking painting of NSYNC with Lou Pearlman. He painted himself in that He hung up <laughs> in his house that some fan, I guess, uh, bought at an auction, and then it they felt for some reason it should return back to Joey Fatone. And Joey was like, nope. 
So Joey's like, I need to get this the fuck out of my house. And he's like, I know just the guy who would take it. It's like it's the me. portrait of Dorian Gray. Like uh, Joey's picture is just getting older and older, so he stays looking young. I'm in the office, and I'll turn around every now and then like, are you motherfuckers looking at me? I'm like, oh, shit. If any of the other members of Instinct came over, we'd have to explain why we have that. Oh, no, they would know, because do you know they were probably at some little dinner party that they paid for? Explain explain Lou Perlman's... Uh, so what we learned briefly, Lou Pearlman was the manager of NSYNC, but before he was the manager of NSYNC, he was also the manager of the Backstreet Boys and a lot of other boy bands. But way before that, he was just the a white crook. Knight. Yeah, he's a white Suge Knight. He was just a crook, though. He had a blimp business that he started in like the 70s with insurance a homeboy device. Yeah, and got hit with insurance fraud. Allegedly. He, he I don't bu- know. I wasn't there. He had a bunch of Ponzi schemes that went down. Allegedly. In I don't fa- know. I wasn't there. In fact, uh, when we were hanging out with Joe... We met one of his friends, and she brought up to us. She was like, oh, yeah, Lou Pearlman and my dad were best friends. And we got real awkward we got quiet real awkward for a second. Cause, we're cause like, we were like, uh-oh, what are we about to say? And then she was like, yeah, fuck him. He took all our money in like, like a Ponzi scheme. We're like, woof, good. It's going to be awkward when she sees this painting hanging in my house. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Lou Pearlman's painting reminds me of the painting from Ghostbusters 2 at the end. Yeah. Like when they're all standing by there. Oh, you're yes. gonna You're going to walk past it at night, and Lou Pearlman's eyes are going to catch you. And it's going to if you follow Michael, my Snapchat or Instagram, you'll definitely have seen... Stop uh, paying your employees and start charging them for meals. That's what I would do. I'm going to come in and see Mike. He's going to be wearing glasses, sitting there, like looking at a blimp magazine. He's like, Miguel, I wanted to talk to you about bringing some sexy boys into this operation. And I'm going to look at the painting, and on the painting, it's going to have Lou Perlman with Mike's beard. And I'm like, no, they swapped! <laughs> no! But Lou made a lot of money, so I'll be like, I'll hear you out for a little bit, buddy. We also watched the documentary, and I don't know if any of you guys know Aaron Carter. I don't know Aaron Carter, and I'm not going to disrespect a man's name that I don't know, but there was definitely a point where they were like talking on the documentary, and they were like, uh, they were asking, hey, do you, did you ever hear anything about Lou Pearlman sexually assaulting uh, boys? And other people were like, hey, look, you know, Lance Bassett, I never heard anything about that. He's like, I thought he might have been closeted gay, but that's all. A couple other people were like, no, I never heard anything about that. But then some other people were like, yeah, you know, he tried to get me to touch his dick and some stuff like this. But Aaron Carter, he just goes into beast mode. He's like, what? What? How dare, how dare you talk about Lou Perlman like that? Lou Perlman, he's like, you think Lou Perlman's a child molester? You think Lou Perlman's a child molester? He taught me how to do diamond push-ups. Would a child molester teach me how to do diamond push-ups? And I'm like, is that your barometer for that guy? Can't be a child your molester. Your Honor, we'd like to uh, pull off our fucking our star witness off the, <laughs> off the fucking standard about now. Aaron Carter, why is Lou Perlman not a pedophile? Would a pedophile give me a bath? Huh? Would a pedophile give me a bath and, and, and play with a rubber ducky on my dick? Huh? No. Yeah. Woody? Wait, hold up. Woody? So Lance Bass did a documentary that we just, after we hung up the painting... We felt like we had to watch it, and there was shit I didn't even know that was going on. Because when we were, you know, 19, 18, 19, 20, 21, when all this stuff was going on, and especially in Orlando, because I, I, re, I refer to the the Shaq uh, situation leaving Orlando, I remember being bitter at Shaq, too, for leaving. And then until you watch that ESPN 30 on 30, you're like, motherfuckers, they drove him out of town. I never, whenever. And you always think you know the story until you get older and you recap and you look at the evidence and you're like, oh. You imagine Shaq getting mad at you because you left your job for another place, though? He's just sitting in his house. Mike leaving Dixie Stampede? Mike leaving Dixie Stampede to go ride boats at Disney? This motherfucker? Yeah. Fuck him. And we're sitting there like, Shaq leaving this job to go get more money? This cocksucking motherfucker. Which reminds me, if anyone wants to buy the, the Shaq diesel uh, semi truck fish aquarium, 
that you probably have seen uh, in his house, uh, hit me up. I might have Ooh. I might have a little deal for you, we, if, but you got to take it out of the house too. That's what's up. But we got to talk more about that after the break. Also, the Egyptian triangular fish aquarium. Well, that would look great upstairs. But we it would, but we have room. no room for it. Well, we'll just have to kick people out. We have to take a bunk bed out. Sorry, Shaq's fucking Egyptian fish aquarium's going here. We'll get back to more Shaq's yard sale after this break. You're listening to the Mike Busey Show. Play all hell yeah. All hell yeah. All hell yeah. All hell yeah. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBusey.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox, because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff, but for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBC.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat, it's an experience. As a member of MikeBC.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at MikeBC's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience during members weekends you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest craziest wildest ladies you'll ever imagine the beauty beauties don't worry campers we've gone an extra mile here at the sausage castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience i've been following mike bc for quite a while i've been a member for about three months and i'll tell you what it's the best been the best three months of my life Memberships is missing out. I, I, I started following Mike BC about a, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy, and uh, allows people to come here. They're like outcasts of society, and they fit in well. And uh, I was like, yeah, I gotta get, I gotta fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months. Became a member a month ago, so but I'm I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle, having a great day of fucking the drunken field dead. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track. Swim in our lake. Enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, Enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, air boating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball, 
Enjoy our awesome arcade. Epic costume parties. Do you remember playing Field Day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. That's right, Team White, Team Blue, not Team Black, if they lose. Oh, right, it's like that, Big Mike? It's Team Black, bro, even though we lost all our, all our stuff so far. The member's weekend, I'ma put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like this is just, right, it, it's life. Right now, to it's it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how what? loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride. At some point, some of these people, they get, they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during members weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from LA. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's oh a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole another fucking life. And then you just become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show for it. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. If you were a drug dealer, how are you doing it? We've already talked about this, man. I'm taking the fucking uh, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. I'm loading it up with bricks of cocaine. We talked about it on the show? Yeah. Yeah. 
Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Really? Yeah. I remember talking about that. Yeah, we talked about Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, man. Like I, I, believe, to, I believe you if yeah. you say so. I believe you. Yeah, like I've laid it out already. Because I said I would travel across the country, Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, just loaded up with keys of Coke, and the dogs started barking at me, and they were like, dude, my drug dogs are barking at me, like, because I got delicious hot dogs in my fucking car. Of course they are. Duh. Yeah. Did I, ever, did I tell you about the guy I was doing tile with, and he was like, oh, I got to make some money. Yeah. And, really? Yeah, we covered, yeah. See, Miguel, if y'all were writing notes, like I said, maybe I could review <laughs> them and remember, okay? These are real thoughts that just come from my mind. I don't, I don't. There's only 36 thoughts that come to your mind, so we got to try to branch them off from there. 37 episodes. <laughs> episode 38. Did you say that number on purpose, or was that just coincidence? No, it's episode 28, though. Well, whatever. <laughs> 10 off. 10 off. <laughs> it's like when you got the number from Blondie. Yeah. I had. I told her I'm going to guess one through a million, and I got... Well, uh, how many How many away? You were like 30,000 away or yeah, something. 30,000 away. Yeah, which ain't bad when you're talking one through a million. You heard? So, um, yeah, uh, it's fucking February. It's Black History Month. It's cold. Uh, corona is still a thing. And now they're talking about there's like a fucking South African strand and a, and a, a, a London f- fucking strand and I don't know. What do you think is going to happen? How, how, like, do you think we're actually ever going to win the war on Corona? I don't know how it works. I honestly got. What don't happens know at the end of this end of this movie? How does like, it end? is it going to be like HPV? We just all got it. We don't talk about it. Hell yeah. HPV. That is the STD. Like, if they were going to tell you, hey man, like right now, like if they were like, you've got one STD, you got it, and, and you were hoping for one. It's got to be HPV. Because as a guy, we don't really know what HPV does to a guy. We're just like, oh, sorry, babe. You know, <laughs> like. I don't know, man. I hope I hope uh, for humanity reasons. I hope everything uh, keeps moving, and uh, I hope um, hope everyone gets to work and gets to go out and have fun and live their life. We're lucky to live in Florida, and our fucking governor's about it, about it, and he's like, "Fuck it, life's got to keep going on," and I I see nothing but benefits to that. Um. So meanwhile. Everywhere else is like, there's a lot of places, most states are still like, shut the fuck down. And, you know, every now and then I get some angry, bitter motherfucker, oh, good job having a super spreader. And they freak all out and shit. And personally, they have that right to believe whatever they want to believe. Because at the end of the day, I think, I think we're all like living. Back in the day, when everyone would argue about Christopher Columbus, like I think the world's flat, and if you keep going across the ocean, you'll fall off. Christopher Columbus, straight from Australia, was that? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so I think that like no Good one. Day, it's me, Christopher Columbus, y'all. Watch out for that wallaby. I don't think anyone's ever gonna know, and then when they, if we do find out, it's gonna be years from here, and it's gonna be too late to fucking do anything about anything. I think one thing we talk about is it's funny all the things like that. Like, I remember being taught, we were taught in school, they were like, Christopher Columbus, he was going to sail around the world to prove, you know, that the world wasn't flat. And then you come to find out, basically every sailor since, like, the year seven knew the earth was round, because they were, like, following things. It's like all the things that were pounded into our head that we were told were real, that as we got older, we were like, no, nah, that's not even halfway fucking true. And then and then there's people who get mad, they're like, they're trying to change history, and I'm like, nah, there's... You know, trying to get rid of all the bullshit we were taught, you know, like, 
Like, if you look at, like, a lot of the things we were taught growing up, they were just, like, watered-down bullshit. Like, how can I get this in a paragraph to the kids? Uh, you know, the pilgrims landed, and the Indians were like, let's fucking have a, a brunch! And they became homies, you know? And then you're like, no, that's not it. I give up even trying to, like, have any concrete faith in any realities, because, you know, as they say, the history is, is written by the victors. And if I was hating on some motherfucking Romans or some Greeks, I'd be like, yeah, so there was this civilization called Greece, right? And they were fucking, fucking cows all the time. And it was this half cow, half man. I would start making shit up. And I'm like, wow, really? And I'm like, yep, that's like you look at where our, this bond, motherfucker. You look at our history books, and basically it's like, okay, so some stuff happened in Bethlehem. That was cool. Then uh, all the attention switches over to Greece. That's where you need to be paying attention. Then Rome. And then uh, white people. You know, <laughs> it's like, and then that's history. You're like, what about China? Eh, fuck them. Fuck them. Don't worry about that shit. Don't worry about that. Uh, just, you know, let's, let's stick it in England for a while. I, um, every now and then, actually not too long ago, maybe a couple weeks ago, I was on History Channel and they were showing some show. And it was like uh, the Crusades and the early, like, battles of civilizations over there and and how things broke up and how kingdoms were started and this and that and i'm just like how do we really really i can't even tell you who the fuck uh like called me yesterday from an unknown number and y'all gonna try to tell me five thousand years ago you got this shit figured out because someone digged in the ground and they found some fucking arrowhead and now they're telling me I, what I hate, Miguel. This is coming from the ancient alien guys right here. No. It's like, how can you tell me that this happened with the Crusades? And then you're like, bro, look at this painting. Yeah. That's an alien. <laughs> well, it's like, if you weren't physically there and you weren't able to follow the object to where, didn't you have the object in its possession at all times? How do we fucking really, really know? We don't, I don't, I feel like a lot of stuff we think we know is probably true. I think that, you know. And there are certain structures. There was something to building things out of fucking stone and granite. That was a great idea because they still obviously have lasted the test of time. Uh, I just saw something the other day. It was like saying that the fucking pyramids were coated with some crazy like um, like metallic fucking material or something. They would radiated fucking energy and shit. Like almost like, well, so they had solar panels back then? Like what the fuck? And there was like some salesman. He's like, hey, guys, I know you're getting all your power from slavery, but can I talk to you about solar? It's <laughs> going door to door. He's got his whiteboard with him. Like, Let me show you the facts. Now, Pharaoh doesn't want you to know this, but <laughs> if you convert to solar right now. What do you think we're the most wrong on in history? Like of all history, what thing do you think we're the wrongest on? Ooh. And not, don't, don't simplify it. Think, um, like, think outside the box. Thing we're the most wrong on in history. I'd have to say what dinosaurs look like. Oh my, I swear to God, my hand to God, I was getting ready in my giant scattered brain of thoughts, gonna throw this at you yeah. not even two seconds ago. I was like, you know, another thing I hate is those goddamn dinosaur shows where they fucking tell you what the dinosaur looked yeah. like. They'll show you the Based colors. upon whatever I'm like, hold the, here's the fuck thing. up. When, when we were growing up, uh, they still were putting T-Rex like he was standing straight up. And that motherfucker wouldn't stand. Like, now we're like, based on everything we can think of the way bones work, 
There's no fucking way. But old T-Rex stood straight up with like a tail on the ground. And then by like the 90s, he flipped to like the T-Rex we know now. And we're all like, yeah, that like triangle T-Rex shape. But old school T-Rex stood straight up. It just didn't seem right. He had his arms up. Like, look, like he was a begging dog. I'd be watching those Discovery uh, Channel shows and they're like, at approximately blah, 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 PC, the, the Tyrannosaurus Rex was first well known for being a, a fucking vegetarian and it would, you know, blah, blah, yeah. blah. I'm like, hold on. Y'all Come motherfuckers, y'all yeah. must be the goddamn greatest detectives of all time. Y'all need to be solving the murder mysteries we got going on because how the fuck are you going to tell me from millions of fucking years ago you figured out what the fuck this thing, like it had feathers now? You're just, they're making this shit up. I think, uh, I don't I, like it, Miguel. I don't like it at all. I think uh, I definitely go with what it what it. I, I, I'm riding with you on what it ate by its teeth. I like that. At least at the bottom of the screen, have something like blinking, like this is just an opinion of the scientist. Yeah, I, I'm going though. Teeth will definitely give you a score on what things ate. Because if you got flat teeth, you definitely spent more time. Eating so do vegetarians have teeth? Vegetarians have teeth, yeah, but it's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> See? But uh It gets it gets it gets like, tangled up real fast right there, Miguel. Tell Cornhead he ain't allowed to eat no fucking corn. See them choppers behind him? <laughs> yeah, okay. So boom, then it gets debunked and the next think, thing you know. But what do you think dinosaurs sounded like? Because that's know. the thing. In movies, we ba- we have a movie idea of dinosaurs, like T Rex like Rah! you know, like that's a T Rex. But wouldn't you be let down if he was like Rabbit? Ribbit. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, the T-Rex just ribbit at me? Where, where is it in Peru or something? There was a giant fucking... The armadillo egg? No. Yeah, no. The armadillo-looking thing is an egg. Tell me more, Miguel. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Well, I haven't heard about this one. The armadillo <laughs> egg. No, there's a, a place... I think it's in South America where there's a giant-ass fucking hole in the ground, like, in a, like a, somewhere near the equator, where most scientists have collectively agreed that it was a, a giant fucking... Like asteroid? Asteroid hit the Earth, and that's what had caused... Based on the, they do the reverse math. Well, if an asteroid came in the atmosphere at blah 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 speed and it would cause the fucking the fucking the sun from being blocked out, well, the fucking they do this. They, I believe in math. Yeah, and I believe in science to a degree. Then it's time just I'm like y'all just making this shit up. I literally watched something for like two days where it was like trying to explain the existence of the universe and it's like and at this moment earth or the moon came crashing in the earth and it exploded and and now this is what we have the earth and the moon were once one and then the fucking moon is like a dingleberry from the earth and it's just kind of floating around it and and all this shit they were saying i may be misquoting some of it slightly so don't quote me okay i don't want generations don't of people listen to this podcast saying this is real shit. exactly so that's why I get that's why like it always shocks me with like religious answers because I'm like science is at least trying to show its work and we're like I don't know that sounds wild and religious is like nah nah fuck it well I know this if you is never, what happened if you never try to seek the truth you'll never get anything however because religion will just be like yeah you know because uh you know a guy said it happened and he wrote science, it down science sometimes and obviously religion science religion theory thought whatever you want to say physics whatever. Because they, they all, like, it's kind of like The Matrix, man. You watch, like, after you're, like, two movies into The Matrix, they're just making shit up, I think. They're just like, oh, whoa. And then they make the viewer, like, overthinking, like, wait a minute. I, there has to be some type of name to, you ever watched a movie that gets so ridiculously complex? You're just like, oh, they're just, whoever wrote this shit is make pulling this out of their ass and then sold it to a network and a guy 
was acting like he cared and like followed the story and he has no idea what he's saying. Like, oh my god, oh that's awesome! And then they just made the movie. That's how some of these movies I've seen. I feel like that's how sometimes some of these uh, physicists and scientists think. They just start making shit out of their ass because every every four or five six months I hear. And the news, like, oh, NASA confirms it, da 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 da, and now we found this new form of matter and energy, and now now there's a theory that da da da, and it's like, oh my fucking god, I don't know what to think anymore. I have an idea what I think everything is, but I don't fucking know. I just wish these goddamn aliens would stop bullshitting and come out. I don't care if, if we how all would just alien, blew up. Just how tell would, us. How, but how, tell me this much. How would aliens affect your belief in your religious beliefs? They wouldn't. Uh, and to, for the most part, I think unless they dropped like a real bombshell on me, like, oh, well, listen, huh? got something to tell you. I, I believe that science and religion uh, work together. And I believe, I don't even know if I, every day I'm evolving in, in what I think and as I yeah. gather and am I being manipulated by the data that I'm processing at that moment? Maybe. However, I know that it's not good to have your emotions connected to your 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 thought process of what reality is because it influences it. So I think if you're a scientist and you spent all your your time and years of your life studying, staring at a star, you're probably wanting to believe something more about that star than the average person would. And the same thing, someone who believes in like a religious view, they're going to like, you're not going to convince them of anything. You're not going to be like, Oh, Jesus is not real. You're not going to convince them of any of that. So it's, it's futile to even try to argue. That's why I do appreciate talking to you and, and, and a very few others at times that, we might not believe in the same thing, but we can intelligently discuss things. And I I respect people more when they have a thought and they can kind of explain why they think that. And not some dumb motherfuckers like, oh, well, I think the fucking do That's just, it's got to be it. And it's like, it all comes back to the same thing. We're all a creation of a creator, whether it is the Big Bang or God or whatever you think God is, or fucking science, or fucking stardust, whatever the fuck you think it is, we are inferior, no different from Corn Man, who was made from cheap fucking plastic rubber and melted into a mold. Corn Man doesn't have the ability to process what he is and who I am and what all this is, and I feel like that's how humanity is. But Corn Man doesn't have any thoughts. Yeah. And that's here, way different. We're, than we're us. so egotistical that we think we're the most complex thing. And I, I've said this on Twitter before. Follow my Twitter if you if you if you partake in Twitter activities. That we always think that the aliens have the answers, but what if the aliens were looking to us for the answers? Just and we've talked about this before. We think, oh, well, they're intergalactically traveling. So maybe they are more advanced, but what if... How many times have we talked about this before? Yeah, but this is something... <laughs> well, I get a lot of messages about this, Miguel. A lot of messages. They want to hear our thoughts on it. And maybe maybe the most purest, most magical thing that the universe possesses is, is emotion. Emotion. What if? Because we, we know we can make an artificial heart. We know we can fucking grow fake hair on your head. We know you can grow your penis, give you a new breast. We can give you an artificial eye. They're doing 
neurological fucking technology where they, they've got uh, Elon Musk has got monkeys playing video games and shit. There's a lot of shit going on out there. And the one thing they probably can't do is generate emotion. They could probably generate a, a computer program that would uh, react in different ways, but it wouldn't be emotion. It would be an electronic impulse that would be influenced by some type of code or programming. And I don't believe that emotion is like in Johnny five when short circuit, he was like emotion. Like he was like asking that, that, uh, Indian guy who, who was the Indian dude in short circuit? Fisher, Fisher Stevens played him. Who was a fucking Damn, white good. dude. Uh, he was, he, you sure he wasn't Indian? Fisher Stevens was a white dude playing brown face, man. Really? Yeah. Fisher wow. Stevens, bro. Childhood exploded. My yeah, brain just went it was, everywhere. It was the hackiest fucking. Did y'all know this? Yeah. It's Jesus, guys. Y'all know what movie I'm talking about, right? Johnny Five? Yeah, Short Circuit. The fucking, the fucking robot planet. Got, the guy got struck by lightning. He was outside. And he's, yeah. he's alive. Yeah, man. I, I, I don't know. We're going to we're gonna have to fact Steve, check that it was one. Steve Gutenberg. Uh, I'm calling in fucking... Uh, I'm calling in fucking... Uh, it's Fisher Stevens, uh, man. I'm calling he, in Tom Anderson from MySpace. And I, I'm calling in fucking... Uh, who's the Facebook guy? I'm going to help you out right I'm now. Because I know, I know Chris or Steven should know this movie. Do you guys remember the movie Hackers? Do you remember the bad guy in Hackers? Mark Zuckerberg. I'm calling Mark Zuckerberg to fact check this. The bad guy in Hackers is Fisher Stevens. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going to show you right now. This is your Indian guy from Short Circuit, Mike. Oh, my God. That does look like That's him. That's Fisher Stevens. He's a white fucking dude. My whole dude. life is a lie. Yeah, man. So, yeah, he was... He wasn't he talking the Indian accent too? He was doing a horrible, horrible like caricature of being Indian. Hey, maybe there was a travel ban from India. I don't know. It was the eighties. It was a, it was a wild time. They were just like, hey man, uh, but I remember you want to hire an Indian actor? Fuck no! Put Fisher Stevens in brown paint and make him talk like a fucking tard. We're gonna make this movie. But I remember the Johnny Five. All he wanted to do is have feeling and emotion and, and feel human. His character's name was Ben Jibituya. And then in Short Circuit 2, it was Ben Jahavari. They literally changed his last name, even though none of us remember it. Wow. I'm looking at his... his, uh, And anyone that's under 35 has no idea what the fuck we're talking about right now. This motherfucker was in a movie every year from 1981... His agent's like, do you know who the fuck this is? Yeah, till They're like, no. Uh, like, you seen the Indian guy in Short Circuit? Oh, my God. Yeah. Book him. Get him right now. I love that fuck. Get him a sitar right now. I want him to play in my fucking living room. <laughs> Yo, uh, check this out, though. From 2000, from 1980. So check out. 1981 up until 2007. Fisher Stevens was basically in a movie every year. There's like a couple blocks. What's the one conspiracy that you've heard that really fucks you up and you're like, fuck? I'm still on this Fisher Stevens thing, bro. This is a, this for a guy who we can't name one other movie he's in. He was, oh God, and then television from 1980 up until 2019, Fisher Stevens been working. And I'm talking, let me just break this down. On TV, he was in a show in 1984 where he was in four episodes. He was in a show in 1993 where he was in 13 episodes. He was in a show in 1996 to 2000 that he was in 48 episodes. He was in a show in 2000 where he was in five episodes. 2008, he was in six episodes. 
2010. All right. Uh, and moving on. Um, no, fuck, fuck you, mister. I'm going to do the same You subject. started this fucking, I'll end it. Yeah. <laughs> go what, back Go back to something we talked about. What's the one conspiracy that you We've think done this. We've that, done this. No, no. Tell me now. What's the one conspiracy you've heard like recently that you're like, oh, man, fuck, if that's true. Man, I don't know. That sounds kind of legit. I could kind of buy into that. What's what's that one thing that you've heard recently that you're just like, oh, motherfucker. You don't want to believe it, but you're like, man, I don't know. That sounds pretty good. I don't know. Let me go back to one of the sometimes, other Sometimes they're good. Um, sometimes I hear shit. I'm like, wow. What do you think? Like, what's one with you? Man, there's like, there, there's some shit. <laughs> He's like all of them. <laughs> no, because some of them is like, eh. But then some of them like, whoa. What's Okay, I got a better one. What's a conspiracy that you're like, I can't believe I believed that? And now you're like, no, that's... It's not true. Hmm. Uh, I still like. I'm still trying to put my finger on the whole like. Is there uh like as they say an Illuminati or is there like a a global organization? Is it one person? Is it two people? I believe that even an idea can outlive its like. Look at religion. People who started religion, they were science fiction writers. There's some. There's millions of people on the planet right now thinking that L. Ron Hubbard is fucking legit, and that shit is real deal. Well, and look even bigger. Look at Christianity and like Islam and all these other out. religions. Yeah, there's real deal people right now who who are grown ups who would not believe anything if you told them, "Hey, did you hear this crazy religion talks about this boat that every two of every animal was put on?" They'd be like, "That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard." But if it's in their religion, they're like, "It's fucking fact." Somehow they put uh, tree frogs and lions and crocodiles and birds of all kinds on this boat. But if you watch Ancient Aliens, they uh, clearly fucking explain that, that, that maybe the, that they were extracting their DNA and they kept like Yeah, Ancient Aliens does a good job of saying, hey, let me fill in some gaps without science. I got you here. <laughs> it's like, you know what it'll say? And then you think about I that. I never thought I would fucking embrace a History Channel TV show. But you're more talking about than than the holy scriptures of the King James Bible, sixteen eleven, and and the Dead Sea Scrolls and all this other shit that I that I know a fair much a fair amount about. But I watch one fucking episode of Ancient <laughs> Aliens. Sometimes I'm like, no, I am not buying that shit. Think about. Think but then about- I'm like, whoa. Fuck, what are those fucking UFO looking things doing in that Renaissance painting? Well, think about Son this. of a bitch. Think about like 1950s, they didn't have ancient aliens, but they did have L. Ron Hubbard's books, and they're like, bro, I'm telling you, I'm reading this shit, and it makes a lot of sense. Our thetas are all fucked up because we're from Gagalon, and uh, we were in a volcano, and somebody's like, sounds pretty legit to me. Well, here's the one thing that I think you can rationalize if, if you just extract your emotion from it. Not you in general, I'm just saying. Yeah, just yeah, people. yeah, people. I want you to think and that is that Fisher fire. Stevens is one of the best actors that we never heard of. <laughs> I think that it is very, very, very possible that humans learned or possessed other ways of doing things. Technology is a very simplistic way to generalize it. That uh, think how easy it is. We've talked about this before. If right now the whole fucking planet lost electricity and I was like, all right, I'll give you $1 billion if you can recreate that TV. 
and you can even use the parts from it and I'll give you all the parts and you don't have no electricity so you have no way to yeah. Google, yeah. YouTube, anything. Think about how easy it would be to reset like our knowledge of things. Look what happened in this past 2020. I still don't understand why everyone bought up all the toilet paper and and Lord knows if that answer will ever be <laughs> That'll fucking, be a mystery forever. Yeah. That's like a glitch in the matrix. So we always wonder, like, but there's, I mean, I watched Back to the Future. I was like, man, if I was fucking back there at the Walla West, I would have told him, been like, all right, listen, guys, there's this guy named Adolf Hitler. Did you know that there was like a, I'm misquoting this, but there's like a pope or someone or some like, some, some nice dude uh, saved Hitler as a baby from like drowning or something. No. And he, that guy needs a kick in the dick. He actually was about to die some way and someone saved him. And granted, this was a meme case. Okay, judge me, Miguel. <laughs> but it was like a factoid meme that hit. And you can Google it with your little fucking. I'll uh, Google it right fingers. now so we can find out what we're talking about here. I might have saved it. I've been saving it. I made a photo of my, my iPhotos. Like, oh, these are memes. I had, some of them are funny. Some of them are like, whoa, I didn't know that. So yeah, look into the Hitler thing. So uh, apparently, according to this meme that I randomly came across, that was saying that there was like Hitler was about to drown or something, and some pope or not pope, but like a priest or someone or some village murderer fucking rescued him, and that boy turned out to be Adolf Hitler. It was like a, he was like a young. God, kid. you must feel like shit when you're like, remember that little kid I saved from the well? Can our can our guys with their Fingers in their ass, typed something up and look or so something. So I got it, I got it right here. Oh, you got it. A uh, priest who saved, priest who saved four year old Hitler from death in icy river. There you go. Uh, so Max Tremel, a priest from famous European, uh, a priest and a famous European organist, says his predecessor Jonathan Kuberger was the man who saved the little boy from drowning when they were both children. Father Tremel said just before he passed away in 1980 how Father Kuberger was a child just like Adolf Hitler when he saw the boy struggling in the icy water of the river and jumped right in to save him. Fucking wow. guy. All and, he had Did you to know do. that? Did you know anything about I did not know anything Neither about did that. I. And that's what blows my mind. You could spend <laughs> this is the best line. 40 years on this planet and just now find out about this oh, no. fact. I want to read this line. The Danube newspaper has come to light to reveal the incident. It tells the story of a young fellow who fell through the ice of the river in, debunk. in January. And a brave comrade jumped into the frozen waters to save the kid who would become the biggest monster in history. That's what it says. Wow. Can you imagine? You can't even tell that story. You can't even be like, yeah, that's like the time I saved that baby from drowning. When you save Hitler, when you say it like that, it sounds horrible. It sounds horrible. Would you, would you, go, all right, see, so time machine. Would you go back in time to stop Hitler? Here's my thing. Let me answer the question first. No. I would not go back in time Whoa. to change anything. Well, because I, I don't know what the next thing's going to be, and I know we stopped Hitler, but I don't want to go back in time and change something that was a bold that statement, we can't, Miguel. That, that was a bold statement that we can't stop, and I don't want to go and I don't want to live in a world. My Jewish brothers were not feeling that one. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's totally horrible. No, no, no. But I would never change anything in time. It's like my thing with a genie. If I if I if I stumbled across a genie's lamp, and uh, and it offered me wishes, no fucking deal. I don't want anything to do with this. All right, I'm because lie. genie wishes. They're like 50%. They're going to fuck you up. All right. There's another factoid. And I, I, when I say factoid, I, I You just mean a true. meme that had like really, really yeah. realistic font? Yes. I was like, well, I'm buying this. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm like digging Gutenberg's it. font. I'm not, I'm not, that's why I had you research it, Miguel, because yeah. I do appreciate your, your, um, 
you're I'm not skeptical. so skeptical. I'm skeptical. Views. I, do, I do appreciate. I really yeah. do. I'm not talking shit yeah. completely. But I don't believe things are wrong. I'm just like, let me find out about that. But I don't think like, oh, this guy's so full of shit. I'm just like, there, let me look into this. There was a guy who someone go ahead, someone start researching. I'm getting this. on it now. Let there me. was a guy who apparently had the the largest like uh, come up in Wall Street history. And you he, have to give me some better ways to well, Google. He, he, uh, <laughs> just Google. Uh, Google come up, <laughs> dude. Who man who said he was from the future? Oh yeah, and won millions of dollars in, uh, in the in the stock market. Got arrested, and then he told the FBI or CIA or something that if he told them how to time travel, would they let him go? And then he was never seen ever before. And apparently, he like did some trading or something. I, I don't know if it was like the eighties or nineties or seventies. I don't know. And he basically like fucking put everything on he put the whole pony on one farm and won it all and they were like Whoa. it has been debunked god by, yeah. damn it i was really feeling that i was like come yeah, on baby there's a lot of science behind it or yeah. did they <laughs> you know the you know the number one way to dispense a conspiracy oh yeah it's a conspiracy that's like uh all oh, uh, these little kids with their conspiracies when people tell you like you know they're like i think the moon landing's fake you just look at them and go you believe in the moon so what did they say? Did they say anything about it? You can't just leave me on that cliffhanging motherfucker. What did um, they say? Let me get the whole story for it. Miguel might be shitting on it. He's like, no. well, actually, he only won $20 million, and yeah, he never was seen again. No. It just basically says uh, the news source, it, was never, it never came from a news source. It came from the Weekly World News which is an entertainment and news gossip bag magazine like the Inquirer. And then people started spreading it, and they go, that's why you never see anyone quote the news source. You just say a news source. We think about how fucked up the news is now in media, but try being a kid in the 80s and 90s, going to a grocery store Dude, and looking my, at the fucking counter. Oh, my God. Seeing Elvis do alive, and UFOs I, and Barbara Streisand have sex. And like, I know we've talked about this briefly before, but how did rumors spread when we were kids that we all know? Because we all knew Marilyn Manson took out a rib to suck his own dick and that he was possibly the kid from uh, from Wonder Years and that Mikey from the Life Serial died, you know, like eating eating uh, Pop Rocks and drinking Coke. Like, we, we all heard the same rumors and myths but how the fuck did it spread because it, it literally spread from word of mouth which is crazy to think about that that those legends spread everywhere all right you have you have blue um, whale <laughs> you have one uh eight by 12 sheet of paper front and back you can use the smallest Font you can use is 12 font, and you have to stay within the line. So you got a front and back of a note-ruled newspaper or a, a, a notebook paper. What are some of the things, if you're able to go back 100 years, and then you were to obtain all the knowledge? Because we know right now if we had to recreate a TV screen or yeah. even a fucking refrigerator, yeah, we, we could kind it. of basically make a really shitty schematic. Like, all right. Yeah, I could draw so it up. you got to get this thing called Freon. And then these are like elements that we haven't even discovered in the periodic table. Yeah, that like, I couldn't even that I couldn't even describe to you other than their names, you yeah. know. And then it, I think that's why I like time ago, traveling you, shows, like okay. when when Marty McFly is going yeah. back and I'm like, oh my god, he totally has those those Nikes on. It's the Wild, Wild West. How's he gonna explain it? And then you're like, oh, what do you? Why do you look like da, 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 the moccasins? Yeah, yeah, we got those moccasins on, boy. Remember yesterday? Or was yeah yesterday? Me and you were trying to figure out what makes gold. Remember we were just like. We don't even know. We're like, we know what gold is. We just don't know, like, what makes gold. We're like, I think it's iron or... I think it's crazy that the Earth 
most of civilizations all on the planet obsess over yeah precious metals and stones that they you know, can't mo- eat, drink, or fucking breathe from. Yeah, or I, provide shelter. That's why it made sense to me when spices were always so valuable. Because I'm like, yes, that makes if sense. If they were using gold to mill down as like arrowheads, and I'm like, all right, okay, I get it. Or they were drinking it and it gave them yeah. eternal life. Okay, but they were just wearing it. Everybody was just wearing gold. Yeah, I Everybody watched this like, whole this thing. Shit's... There's this uh, show on History Channel, the 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 Curse of Oak Island. It's called uh, Beyond Oak yeah. Island, and they go on these little adventures um, of like other other treasures and mysteries. And one of the episodes, um, who's the the Aztec ruler? Uh, Montezuma. What's his name? Is it Montezuma? No, Montezuma. Yeah, something like that. So he basically had one, apparently, accumulated according to history, those Aztecs had fucking had a bunch of gold, and some some fucking Spaniards went down there, some the Pizarro Europeans. Pizarro and shit, yeah. They went down there, and they tried to beef with them, and then they, they kind of, like, kicked them out, and they went back, and then they came back to get rid of them, but when they came back, all that whole, like, place was gone. To El Dorado? I don't know. The city of gold? I wasn't paying attention yeah. that much. It might be. Yeah. Or that shitty tequila I've drank before. Um, apparently something happened to that, to Mont, what's his name? Montezuma. Montezuma. He was like, yo, these white people are going to come back. We got to, we got to get all this fucking gold. And they even, and this is how fucked up these people were. They gave them a bunch of gold as like a present thinking, yeah. or according to the history channel. Yeah. They were like, well, let me give these white people gold and they, you know, they leave us alone. They don't get greedy. They got greedy and wanted more. So they started beefing and then. They got overthrown by the Aztecs, and then they knew they would come back, so they grabbed all their shit and dipped. And there's this dude who bought, like, this ranch uh, in Utah, and there's all these, like, crazy, um, very they distinctive. Migrated, they, like, migrated all the way up there, maybe. Yeah, they think that they went there, and, and they buried a bunch of shit there. And um, I'm just so, man, what, what would you that's put? the dream, man. Like, fuck all everything else. Fuck corn man and all the other crazy dumb shit i have the coolest thing would be to spend the rest of your life searching for some mysterious treasure what would not be- for the value of it but for the for the adventure everyone as a as kids our yeah. age were obsessed with goonies, indiana jones man. and goonies and these are the movies that shaped my imagination when i was a kid character. i thought being an archaeologist meant you had to be good in a fight and carry a pistol you yeah. know i watched indiana jones i was like yeah man archaeologist you, you have know? a bull whip and a fucking a, a cowboy cow hat and fucking leather fucking hat then you ain't shit i used to play in this sandbox pretend i was looking for dinosaurs and my mom was so fucking cool my mom would She's throwing chicken bones yeah over yeah there. my mom would put bones in there and be like oh pretend Senor you know, Miguel, look over there to the right but i would put my I'd be like I'm Tom Deuce archaeology stuff, and I would have my little shovel and my little pail this and my toy Miguel, gun. This is why Miguel hates all conspiracies. He never found those goddamn chicken bones his mom fucking buried in the sandbox. I found them, and I took them to a lab, and turns out they were chicken bones. I was like, Mom, I don't want to break this to you, but somebody's fucking with us here. Okay? How old were you when you found out Santa wasn't real? I don't know. I was probably like seven or eight. Man. Way yeah, too young. Yeah. God damn, man. Yeah. What the fuck? I know y'all Puerto Ricans put like shoe boxes on their fucking porch with some Three hay and shit Day, in. man. Yeah. Man, my dad was getting deployed all the time, man. He was like, look, I don't got time to break this to you. Yeah, you were like the Debbie Downer in the, in the tree floor. Like, all right, fucking Bobby, Tony, listen, Santa Claus ain't real. And they're like eight years old, fucking crying and shit. I was shit. living on military bases. Everybody was like, fuck Santa. Did you guys hear what the IRA's up to? Like, this is going to be nuts, man. <laughs> you know, like eight years old, talking about the Mujahideen. Like, they're moving. There it is, They're guys. moving, and the We've... Soviets are fucking moving, too. I don't know what's going to happen. Your fa- you become your father. Yeah. Hey, do- but your paper, your list. 
Hundred things. Because I'm thinking about. So All right, you're going so back hundred years. We're talking like so 1920s. You're what, going back what, to the 1920s. Hundred years back. Hundred years. You're able to say, okay, this team wins the World Series. It's so hard when uh, you go back a hundred years, though, because like, like I like, I know our technology now. Like, I'm going to be making big leaps. I'm going to be trying to teach them about CDs, and they're just fucking with radio. Are you going to be like Biff and get the sports almanac and and gamble it and become a prisoner of your wealth, or are you going to do something I don't humanitarian? Want it, man. I don't want to go back. Are you going to stop 9/11 from happening? You what can't. are you going to do? I Miguel? watched a great. I watched a great video on trying to stop 9/11. It was it was a college humor thing, and it was great. They're like the guy went back. Oh, to I'm talking th- about memes. You were a college humor. Oh yeah, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm listening to Miguel. I'm listening. Guy went back to the 90s, and he's like, they're like, you're totally back in the 90s. He's like, awesome. And he's like, you know what you're going to do, right? The dude you was like, yeah, Ted? yeah. He, that's what he goes. He goes. He goes. You're going to. He goes. You know what you're going to do, right? The dude was like, I'm just going to hang out eating gushers and playing video games. The guy was like, that's cool, but you're also now responsible for 9-11 he's like what he's like yeah because you know it's gonna happen and you're not gonna stop it he's like well, I, well he's bitch. like well i'll call somebody he's like what are you gonna tell him when time and travel he, goes wrong yeah, he's like i'm gonna tell him uh terrorists are gonna blow up buildings they're not gonna believe you so, so i watched a thing where i think it was reagan and his wife nancy they were fucking like they were consulting with like legit or allegedly legit psychics. Nancy on a Reagan. Lot of Nancy Reagan uh, consulted with psychics on stuff. And a, and a lot of like uh, detectives and 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 government agencies have talked to like spiritualist people. Like, oh, I, I feel that little Bobby is buried over here in his retention pond. And you know, you know, fifty percent of psychics get locked up for it too. They're like, I think he's buried in the retention pond. How the fuck do you know that? He's like, what? get her, fucking beat the shit out of her. You know, there's some guy on death row like, well, if you really want to know yeah, where that boy John is buried. Coffee, yeah. And he's just like, fuck it, maybe. He's like, I can stay in prison, get ready to die, or they can let me out, and I might find little Bobby in the fucking retention pond. I'll fucking, I'll, I'll pick, I'll pick a, re- a popular retention pond, maybe near a mall or something, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like maybe hey, somewhere. I'm, I'm guessing there's a dead kid near one of these seven retention ponds near the mall. I'm going to hit one. I think that'd be the worst thing, is being falsely incarcerated oh, for yeah. your life. I see people... Every now, like once a month, I hear about something new. It's like, oh, uh, fucking Jerome fucking Brown spent 35 years in prison on, you know a, what's always crazy on a rape too? he didn't commit. Those DNA dudes, solves and he's, he, he was innocent. And you're like, you know what's crazy what though? What the fuck do you do, guys, Miguel? Those guys are always so like chill. They're like, yeah. they're, you're like, you're, you I want to see someone pop up like, hell to the nah. I'm fucking want all your jobs. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm always a, a Maserati. You know what happens though? You know, you know what happens though? 30 years of this shit. You it kind breaks of prob- them. It breaks them. You never expect this. When it happens, wild, you're like, cool. Wild Pony is broke. Yeah. I watched a documentary on Netflix. He really Netflix. wasn't about that life I watched, anyways. I watched a documentary on Netflix called Trial 4, all about this kid who was charged with the murder of a Boston police officer, and he went to three trials, and on his, on his third trial, he was convicted of it, but on his third trial, they didn't allow any of the evidence from the first two trials. So 29 years later or something like that, he got another trial, and right before it went to trial, the cops basically or the DA offered him like a deal, like, hey, you know, if you if you say you did it and you explain how you did it, we won't give you any time or anything like that. And he was like, no, I'm fucking done with this shit. I didn't do this. So the DA tried to kick him that deal. He said no. And then right before the time, they're like, yeah, we're gonna drop the charges. But can you imagine the fucking DA still oh, man, hit him that up? Brings, they ooh, hit that him up, burns me. Hit him up right before the trial. Like, just say you did it. We won't give you any time for it. And then they, he was like, "No." And they're like, "Okay, cool. We actually don't have enough evidence. We're gonna drop the trial." And then when they dropped it, called they, his bluff. Oh, you know what? Too when they dropped it was the worst part. They did a press conference and they were like, "In no way does this make him innocent." 
We just, the city doesn't have the resources to do the trial. And they're like, no, listen, motherfucker, he's innocent. That was innocent. the racist way of saying he yeah. probably did it. Yeah. They was basically, he black? He was black, yeah. Oh, but yeah. of course. Yeah. And then the thing was, too, the cops that, uh, just real quick to blow your mind even more, Mike, you'll love this one because the shit you've been through. The cops that found all the evidence against him that, that they basically said that he did it. Were they fucking his wife or something? No, they turned out to be two corrupt cops that were robbing drug dealers, and their partner was the cop who got killed who was looking, being looked at by like the district attorney, and they were going to try to flip him. And wow. so he gets murdered, executed, shot five times in the face. They put it on this kid that was just at like Walgreens. And then also, the only eyeball witness that saw him was related to one of the cops that fucking uh, that, that set him up. And then two years after his trial, those cops got arrested for planting evidence on people and shit. But this is the best part. The Boston Police Department had enough balls to be like, sure, the two cops that caught him, they were caught for planting evidence, and they used to rob drug dealers, and they testified to it, but we don't think that affected this case. Even though those two cops wow. weren't assigned to that case. They're the ones who solved the case, and they weren't even assigned to it. Crazy. Well, we hear about this shit all the time. Yeah. Here's what I want to know. I want to know a hard statistic, reality, fact. I went on a factoid from... Let me get a, let me get a meme up. Uh, please. Please get a meme. <laughs> please. Quickly. Google an image. Quickly. <laughs> Google image. Factoid. What do you think um, the longest amount of time spent in and someone was free? Let's say they did like 30 years and they got out. Do you, Is there a statistic on if they serve X amount of years, they never reoffend? And is there one where they definitely offend? Like, all right, they only spend a year and they offend. I don't know hard statistics. I do. I want to know. Do. What do you What do you think, though? Do you think if someone's been in there for twenty years, he's just like, "Fuck it, I can't live life like this. I got to go back and get my fucking two hots and a cot." Or do you think after a guy spends ten years and he just says, "Fuck it, I'm about to fucking never ever do any of that ever again." I mean, think about a guy who who gets incarcerated at the age of eighteen or nineteen. And they don't even they don't even know who the fuck they are yet, and they're big. That's that's what I think that's unfair. A lot of times about the military is a lot of young guys they don't they don't have maybe the resources or, or the education or the college uh, money to go do what they want. So a lot of times they uh, the the ones that don't have opportunity look at the military as like all right, well fuck it, I'll just go do this. And I forget where I was going with this, but. Uh, if you have money or, or a parent who cares, it's the same thing when, you, when you're young and you're in sports and your mom and dad doesn't show up to your practice, you're more likely to sit on the bench. Yeah. And if you don't got money for a lawyer, you might go to fucking prison. And we live in, a, in, in, in America, the judicial system is like, you know, someone could literally sign a sworn affidavit so they saw you there. And then if they can convince a jury, and if you don't have enough, even if you have a bunch of money, what if you get some dipshit lawyer who doesn't give a fuck or is he's cheating on his wife and he's distracted so he's not really putting any time into your case? Anytime I try to get my lawyer to come out and party with me, and he's like, I got trial in the morning, I feel morally obligated to be like, all right, bro, you go to bed. Because I don't know who the fuck you're defending, but if I was facing trial i'd want my lawyer not to be home yeah i do not want day. i do not want to be looking at your snaps and seeing my lawyer just like chug 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 unless yeah. unless i see the prosecutor right next to him True. and i'm like yeah y'all need to get fucked up yes i would love wouldn't you love you're about to go to trial 
You hop on someone's Instagram and you see your prosecutor getting fucking way. I would literally call that bar up and give him my credit card number and be like, you see the guy in the red shirt? My ta- his tab's on me. Uh, send him around to shots right now. I would call girls I knew and I'd be like, I need you to take this guy out and fucking put a speculum in his butt and shove beer in that thing. There'd be nothing better than finding out your, your, your prosecutor was partying the night before and he's just so hungover. He's like, let's make a deal. Uh, how about you just allocute and you get me an Egg McMuffin and a fucking large Coke and we call it square. You're like, I'm not allocuting to shit. Is the Egg McMuffin and large Coke still on the table? You're like, yeah. He's like, fucking great, man. This guy's square. I don't even think he killed those cops. You know? There's got to be just so, so many cases to where some poor guy was the wrong place at the wrong time. And that's it. That's it. As far as the cops or whoever was there. I saw I saw a case one time, and I don't know if it was Unsolved Mysteries or what, where the worst part about it was the dude who was convicted looked exactly like the guy who killed the person. It's one of those like, fuck. My this cousin isn't even, shit? Yeah. yeah, this isn't even like, like these cops were shitty or this town was fucked up. It was a case of, damn, you look just like the dude who killed that person. You ever notice that uh, the rules for our government is on a paper and the rules for the government to us is like a giant fucking book? Oh, yeah. I'm just looking through some memes. Oh, it's meme time. Yeah, I was like, okay, Mike. (laughs) It was like a schoolhouse rock looking meme. This meme right here is uh, a baby laying in a circle and it's saying that these are the memes or these are the vaccines that we're required to take before we're 18. And it looks about like twenty five or so. I don't really well, know. I don't Chris, know. I don't even. Do you what, even know what uh, vaccines you got? Oh God, I don't remember. I tell you this much. Does anybody? Crystal, 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 uh, and everybody who served will know this one. Chris, when you were in basic, you basically stood in a line at some point and just got prodded with needles, right? And like, d- did they even tell you what you were getting prodded with? They just say it real fast. Like, yeah, this one. This Do one, 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 Yeah, this one's for AIDS. This one gives you AIDS. This one takes away right, the AIDS. So can you Google what what vaccines that are required American, in American, 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 American child to have before eighteen or something? I want to know what all that is. And here's the thing: Do I believe that a lot of those vaccines are probably necessary? Because technology, say take a stroll, I would say probably. A, here's the deal: Take a stroll through an old cemetery. And, and look how see many how many polio. dead kids there were back in the day, man. I was in this little museum over oh, you want me here to give in Claremont. You, can I give it to you real quick? Yeah, the list ahead. here. I said, what vaccine does a kid need in the United States? Uh, so you need the chickenpox vaccine. You need the diphtheria vaccine. No idea what that is. Uh, I died of that on Oregon Trail many a times. So oh, yeah. Uh, you need the hepatitis A vaccine, the hepatitis Three, B vaccine. Four. The hip, so you don't get hepatitis A or hepatitis B. Five. The hip vaccine. Six. The HPV vaccine now. Ooh, Lies. those Seven. bastards. Uh, the influenza vaccine. Eight. Measles, mumps, Nine, and rubella. Eleven. Uh, basically, meningitis vaccine. Twelve. Pneumonia vaccine. Thirteen. Polio vaccine. Fourteen. And rotavirus vaccine. Fifteen. So that meme wasn't too far off. I didn't no. count the actual syringes that surrounded by the baby in a circle. Uh, but yeah. Um, it's kind of crazy. And do I think that a lot of science has definitely like helped us out over the years for sure. But then again, I feel like that maybe depends. Like, what do you think the rest of the world's doing? 
Do you think the rest of the dying world requires of polio? And like, pretty much like all these undeveloped countries, kids still get things like, like fucking the measles, and they die. You ever think about like, what if I had a million dollars right now? What I'd do with it? Like, I'll just give it to a bunch of dying kids in Africa. Hell no, man! I'm just gonna live for a couple years with it because it's gonna go quick. It's a mill. Yeah. If you if you had if there was one like problematic fucking problem on the planet you could actually solve, what would it be? Uh, fresh water, fresh water to everyone. Yeah. Fresh water. I've heard. I've heard. Fresh water is a huge problem all around the world. Uh, I know Akon like was paying to drill wells mm-hmm. in, in Africa and was like saving literally millions of. And, I, and I, I'm not saying that fresh water is the big problem. It's just I've I've heard so much about how getting fresh water to every to people changes their entire environments. You know. Well, I tell you one thing: getting some fresh water, uh, fucking dripping over my fucking cheesy balls. <laughs> Definitely puts me in a whole nother vibe, because when you're fucking feeling cheesy and you get out of that shower, boy, there's something but refreshing about that. What do you think? What would you What would you do? I mean, I know technically they say that the body can only go like three days or some shit without water, but it can go like a month without food. So I guess the water, good call, Miguel, would be a fucking definitely one. But thing. there's, I think there's other ones. Like I know, uh, from a logistics standpoint, uh, they were saying if if the entire world had better developed roads then supplies could get to places better. Like one of the biggest infrastructure problems in the continent of Africa, in the subcontinent portion, is no infrastructure for supplies. You know, so like you could you could solve a huge problem in a place like the subcontinent of Africa or the, the sub-Saharan Africa by having better infrastructure and roads. I mean, I would suck a wall of dicks to get good internet here in Assatula, Florida. So uh, I would definitely trade some fresh water. Uh, to any of those kids in Africa can get me some good Wi-Fi. I don't know how many fucking dead African babies we got to stack up to get a tower so I can get some really good internet. But I would, I would, maybe I wouldn't agree with you, but I'd hear you out. Like, all right, well, I'm listening. Go ahead, pitch me. Shark Tank. How how can these? I'm in for fifty percent of these dead babies. Listen, they're already dead, Miguel. Take those bones and make me a tower of Babel for fucking Wi-Fi. I need the the members deserve it. They need to see their content. You know. I had to have Steven take my phone out at the beginning of the podcast just to post one snap and in Instagram story. Fuck. You know what time it is? No, it, we can't end it on I know, that's African why I want babies. you to give me something else. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> Man. All right, just, so if you're going to travel back in time and, and, and change one I'm real historical it, event, yeah. what would it be? I'm real leery. Like I, I'm always leery about like uh, changing anything in time because the butterfly effect of everything. Like I change one thing and I come back over here and they're like Miguel, he died in a car crash right, 15 let's, years let's ago. Let's say collectively it, it affected it, in a positive way. It, it affects things in a positive way. What would you change? Oh man, do you know yours? Because I'm thinking of mine. Well, it's not a fucking baby bear, I tell you that. Okay, <laughs> motherfucker. I've been hearing, oh, you want to fuck a baby bear fucking for fucking for a good week now. Um, go back and change your I mean, answer. we could go with the typical thing. We'd say, you no, know, save all do? the Jews from getting gas from Hitler. We could talk about 9-11. But what I'd have to really probably change, say, what, really what, what is the one thing that has killed the most people directly? Maybe. If it was going to have a positive change and there would be no negative shit from it, definitely uh stopping hitler seems like a like fucking top of the list you know like it has I mean, to be in your top top 10 but then here's sure. the thing if there's no and this sounds weird but uh 
would there then be an Israel? Would we still have our, you know, like there's all these things, man, which is so weird. That's why I hate, hate thinking is about Skynet changing Skynet real? Something. Do you think we should, do you think uh, John Carner is, is coming back to fucking destroy Skynet or what? Do you think internet is really This is doing, what I could never is get. Is AI real? What do you think about AI? Let's think about, uh, I mean, I got it on my phone, so I know it's real. But this is what <laughs> this is what I think about with Terminator movies. This is where they fucking always lost me. And I love the Terminator movies. Terminator 2 is probably one of my favorite movies. That's a sequel that just nailed it. you check your Facebook later? It's all going to be like Terminator Halloween yeah, costumes. But here's the thing. Ads popping up. Skynet couldn't send back any machinery. That's why the Terminators couldn't come back with weapons. But the Terminators were machinery. Like, I could never get that. They couldn't come back with weapons, and they couldn't come back with clothes on because they couldn't send anything back. That's that Matrix back. shit. They'd be making up their own fucking rules and stories like, and shit. Skynet can only send back organic material. But you're a robot. Shut the fuck up. It's a plot hole, kid. And then the T-1000 was made of nothing but metal. If you could bring back any celebrity back, who would it be? Oh, fuck. Any celebrity. Do you have one? Because I got a thing. Right? Rodney Dangerfield, Jimmy. Uh, he's Hendrix. got Rodney Dangerfield's got an hour left to live if you bring him back. Whoa, like, I, all right, so like, he lives forever. Yeah, bring back Rodney Dangerfield. He's like, oh kid, why the fuck you bring me back? You ever see those memes where it's like you gotta pick one to uh, bring back from the dead? And it's all people that, like killed themselves, and then it's like a people that legitimately got murdered. I'm I would, like, well, I would bring back. Kobe yeah. died from a fucking helicopter accident. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say Robin he Williams hung himself. He had a wife and kids. Yeah. Chester Bennington. Yeah, you give Rob Williams one more greedy. shot. He's just gonna find another rope and do it again. That's what he wanted. Yeah. I'd probably bring back River Phoenix just look at him and be like why do people think you're amazing <laughs> like i could never understand why everybody's like river phoenix was Remember in high school we're like if you could have dinner with one historical character who would it be yeah everyone's putting all these like noble people i'm just yeah. like i don't know i would pick ronnie dangerfield <laughs> i loved him i'd like to i'd like to just have dinner with lincoln like right before the play and be like you really want to go through the play he's like i don't but my lady wants to i'm just saying <laughs> we could kick it here well i gotta go to this play <laughs> it's so funny and we'll we'll leave with this is how collectively uh people or countries whoever cuz i feel like it's very territorial we don't get caught up in conspiracies over in rome or yeah. australia it's like no bro jfk oj simpson martin luther king all this yeah. crazy weird shit that's gone down in our culture alone Dude, does America have the most bullshit conspiracies? Hell you think? no. I would assume the wilder the country, the more... Because wilder countries will have conspiracies about what's happening today, right now. You I never know? hear about, like... Uh, I never see memes and fucking about Afghanistan. Like, well, you don't read- we fucking <laughs> predicted this in the fucking book of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, you don't read Pashtuns. So, I mean, there's probably... I heard, probably- a, I heard a conspiracy. The reason why we uh, went to Iraq... And this was like a, someone had really thought this out. I seen it on YouTube or some shit. Uh, that they said that Iraq possessed knowledge and had historical like uh, like artifacts that were explaining the origins of humans and where we came from. Because a lot of uh, collectively archaeologists, the cradle believe, of civilization, was believe, the Tigris and Euphrates rivers yeah, the, over there. The yeah. Middle East is where the origins of yeah, humanity came from. Yeah, the Fertile Crescent and stuff. Thank you, Miguel. I'm, I like I like the fact that you know that. So um, they said that that's why we went there and went in there and fucking destroyed and looted and moved things around. And you hear about historical like uh, artifacts transferred around the Knights Templar moving shit around and 
chalices. These Knights Templars, and, man, they overworked in your mind. Bro, I can't. <laughs> the, this God, if they don't fucking, and if the damn Oak Island guys do not figure this shit out, I bet you the I'm Knights gonna Templar, blow my brains out. I'm going to be Templars, the seventh guy to die in Oak Island. I'm going to go there and kill myself. Okay, okay cool. Can you can find this shit now? The Knights Templar were just the first group to have a great publicist. They're like hanging around just getting drunk all day, and they're like, Yo. I don't know, Miguel. Listen, I had to dis my friend. I would like to professionally disagree with you because there's way too many things that all lead back to the banking and the Illuminati, but based on, all like the you symbolism, said, but earlier, the, earlier, all that shit. Earlier, just, one of the major things you said is how can anyone think they know this information? You're right. And all so right. it's like it's I, circular I logic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not 100%, but damn, man, if I was a gambling man, here's the thing. Statistically, and if you believe in science, you believe in math, you can't statistically – say that every conspiracy is bullshit so either 50 percent of them are bullshit but even only if one percent of them were real then we have to talk about it and that is the end of the show and may i add before we go <laughs> wherever you are fisher stevens you're a bad motherfucker thank you for listening or watching if you're a member go check out the new feed we're uploading photos of the day titties buttholes all kinds of crazy shit that's how you get invited to the parties that we talk about and everything you see uh we've been fucking doing a really good job i like to pat my guys on the bat back we've been uh, actually getting things edited and put out so uh you got a lot of stuff to watch this is the last like couple months has been dropped go to the site go watch it all these things i, I hate to sound like pbs but those the 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 people who contribute to uh us son of a bitch it's all a lie. He really was white. Wow. Sure, I'm going to go watch Sword Circuit when I get done with this. And I'm going to curse at the TV. I'm, why hasn't he been canceled yet? That's like a form of blackface. Uh, apparently. And uh, apparently just. Bollywood's was like, like, we're rebuking this movie. You, they're probably like. They burned every VHS copy of Short Circuit. It's probably one of those situations where they're like, no way. Fisher Stevens fucking nailed it. We love Short Circuit, you know? It's like Robert Downey Jr. He was blackface in Tropical Thunder or whatever that movie was. Fucking uh, C. Thomas Howell was blackface in uh, Soul. Uh, was it Soul Man? Uh, yeah, I think it's Soul Soul Man. Oh God, it's bad. All right, guys, we love you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Keep sending us the videos of you listening uh, to my Snapchat or my Instagram. Shout out to everyone who listens to this. Fuck man, we are nothing without you. We love you. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>